Hello everyone, this is the Joyflix Gamescast. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined by the cozy conductor, Kevin Diaz, for episode 26. 26. How we doing? What's going on? How you doing, What's Kevin? What's happening? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I mean, Do- uh, you know, my, my, my city, don't know if you saw, <laughs> we're, we're now number one <laughs> in the country <laughs> with cases. So you love mm-hmm. to see it. Love to see it. But how are yeah. you? Good, sir. Uh, it is 93 degrees in Massachusetts mm. today. And that's so, 90 degrees. That's 90 degrees with humid. So I yeah, it is that. humid. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I got a noise suppressor on the mic right now. There's an AC running. I am sorry. <laughs> this is totally understandable. Yeah. Totally understandable. Yeah. Over here, it's 109. But, you know, as you know, a dry heat, you know. Yeah. So uh, I would rather be 109, 112 here versus 90 with humid for sure so yeah it feels go. like i'm sitting in a swamp all day just call me shrek but <laughs> i hate shrek you know that i i learned this you know you know mm. what else i i saw you learn about me last night not a fan of whoppers dude i genuinely think that the whopper and the big mac are a lot closer than a lot of people want to lead on i, I mean, would just say that if that's the case big macs are probably bad too because i haven't had a big mac either Wait, what? No. You've never had a Big Mac? Never. Ever? No, because why would I order anything other than McNuggets at McDonald's? Well, I mean, that's absolutely a fair point because McNuggets are literally the perfect chicken nugget. That's 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 facts. Yeah. But I implore you to try a Big Mac. That's pretty I good. I will. I will eventually. That's good. You, that's you good. know what's not perfect, though? What's not perfect, though? Us. Because it's time for patch notes. Last week on patch, or sorry, this week on patch notes, about last week, of course, patch notes being the segment where we can little do little addendums to things that we either did not cover, got wrong, uh, following up stories on, or straight up forgot about last week in the previous episode. Uh, so today we're talking about something that we could have talked about last week, but I completely missed this. Um, Xbox has announced they're doing a summer demo, summer game fest event in uh, cooperation, I guess, with Keeley's summer game fest to have a week, limited time, a week of a bunch of demos for a bunch of new upcoming games uh, that are coming to Xbox. So not just third parties, maybe some first party stuff, but it would probably be like ID at Xbox level. Um, like, I don't think you're gonna get Halo Infinite during this week. But worth mentioning. Indeed. Indeed. So, and we will cover this the week it happens. You know, we'll talk about this because it's an interesting strategy. Uh, Obviously, Xbox, along with many other companies, are having to adapt to no press circuit (laughs) this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just want to throw that out there because it it was a pretty big story. Uh, Steam does this, but it's the first time a big console is popping in on it, but interesting times very interesting to see how that goes very interesting Mm -hmm. for sure so uh we're gonna get into some games you know this is a games podcast despite the fast food burger (laughs) discussion (laughs) at the top of it all um i this is a a quick and dirty one i platinum's crash warped congratulations good sir how was it so i hit a wall at one point and I wanted to quit. I almost deleted the game like three times. 
like a wall as in like it was it was just the 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 challenge was overbearing well yeah and i guess in a literal way really high walls you really had to like climb up very high and it, you i was stuck on a time trial because the thing is kevin when you play crash mm-hmm. you get all the collectibles right and then you have to go through every level and hit a do a speed run and it's not just enough for you to get the platinum to do a standard hey i got a medal you have to get gold or higher gold being the second out of three ranks right so you have right. to do at least the second best wow Wow. on every level oh man i don't know like i'm i wouldn't call myself a particularly anxious person but when you put a clock on me mm-hmm. in a game that's when i get anxious like oh man yeah. the stress just piles on for sure like. and with crash it's nice because like you're starting at zero and it's just like building up it's timing you and what they let you do which i love because you know crash bandicoot half the fun is just smashing boxes Precisely. is there's big yellow boxes with one, two, or three on it. If you f- if you hit that box, timer stops for however many seconds we're on that box. Oh. So it's like it's fun, but some of the levels it's just re- you have to be precise. Yeah. You know? Understandably so. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad you uh overcame it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Glad you got that platinum. Definitely. Definitely the easiest out of the three. Like. Aside from that one wall, there was really no problems. Like, I breezed through this thing. Crash 2 mm-hmm. took me, like, a month of a summer. Crash 1 took me, like, four months. So, like, mm. a week and a half, not bad. Speaking of Platinums, complete side note. Totally mm-hmm. not a long thing I want to mention here. I was uh, I was, I was perusing The Last of Us Part 2's trophy list. Mm. I gotta tell you, it seems very attainable. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it doesn't seem bad at all, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was expecting, you know? I thought it was going to be something wild. It's really not, you know? So yeah. maybe maybe on my second go, I might, I might, I might, I might make a little bit of an effort, you yeah. know, Well, go. Yeah. the good thing is, too, with Last of Us is you have a chapter select, so you can just pop into whatever chapter you missed collectibles in and, like, get some level-up gear, you know, some scrap and yeah. some pills, and then you'll be... Like, all I have left really are collectibles and upgrades. So. Yeah, because one thing is, like, on my next replay, you know, upgrading all the weapons or just as far as I can do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then go back and do whatever I missed, you know. But try and, like, make an effort to do stuff for the plat, you know. Yeah. It seems, it just seems very, very attainable. And I, I just thought it wasn't going to be, but it seems pretty attainable. Yeah, so Com- yeah. compared to Remastered, it's, it's very attainable. Yeah. So. Um, but I'm not sure if this is an attainable platinum, just because of how old the game is. But you're continuing God of War three. I am. Do you have I an am. update for us? Indeed. Uh, not much. Uh, you know the story still progressing. Um, I am. Hmm. I'm trying. To, so, the last position, the last play session I had. Um. It was good. Nothing groundbreaking happened. You know, I think we're still building to stuff, and we, we definitely are. Like, mm-hmm. like, this last bit is going to be super interesting um, in terms of, like, what I think they're going with story-wise. But still fun. And there's weird, like, things in the game that I've noticed that are like, oh, man, like, was that laying the epitaph to God of War 2018 in terms of, like, having a companion? 
you know, and it be a younger, uh, uh, you know, person, if you will, you know, like mm -hmm. there was some, there's some stuff in God War Three where I'm like, huh, like okay, like I think, you know, they they were having the idea of this Kratos that we got in 2018, uh, like I think they had those ideas long before the game was ever even, I bet, starting to work on, you know, like. You know what I'm saying? There's mm -hmm. there's little seeds. I'm like, okay, interesting. But overall, still good. Nice. Still a great time, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's interesting because, for at least from what I know of God of War Ascension, that game is all about co-op. Like, you have a partner that whole game, right? So. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure it is. I remember they were like, God of War, but it's multiplayer. And then, then when the reviews came out, they were like, yeah, it's more God of War, but, like, nobody wanted multiplayer. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like... Yeah, but that's separate from, like, the multiplayer mode in, in God of War Ascension? Or, I have like, no idea. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. So. Interesting. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll I see. wouldn't be surprised if there were some seeds, you know, or maybe yeah. it just worked retroactively. Right, right, yeah. Because I voted, I, I, I'm like, I had a poll, do people want to see Ascension, you know? Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people give it a bad rap, and they want to see it. So I will be playing Ascension. Nice. Uh, so we'll So we'll see how that goes before 2018. Mm -hmm. But, yep, yep, God of War 3 is good. Very cool. And if people want to see more God of War 3, where can they find that? YouTube.com slash PlayStation Source. Uh, we're, we're, we're still going through there. We're going to do another pause when Ghost of Tsushima comes out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Probably a really bad time to start a long stream series yeah. this summer. But it is what it is. We will prevail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm -hmm. So Ghost of Tsushima is going to start next week when that comes out. Stream series. Only going to be doing the like main Golden Path story. All the side stuff I'll do on my own. You know what I'm nice. saying? Uh, and yeah, well, that, that'll start next week. So, Very cool. There you go. There you go. Well, uh, in the meantime, on youtube.com YouTube slash joyclicks, I'm continuing the Kingdom Hearts run. Beautiful. Uh, going strong. Uh, we're recording this Thursday night, so I do have a stream tomorrow morning, Friday. That's mm -hmm. probably already done by the time this podcast is live. But uh, there's a... 80% chance I beat the story tomorrow morning. Ooh, okay. So. Okay, okay. I, I might, I might, because when you're streaming, I'm usually just waking up, you know, because time zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's been nice to, like, chill out for a little bit, see what you're doing, pop in for a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow, like, there's still two big stretches left, but we've been knocking out, like, two worlds per stream. Tomorrow will be the fifth, so... Um, I think my biggest surprise, though, I'm playing on the hardest difficulty. I thought it was going to be so much worse. Really? It's not that bad? Yeah, it's basically the exact same difficulty that I played through it the last time. So I don't know if I'm just like a pro gamer or what, but like, no sweat here. Pro gamer. Pro Kingdom Hearts player. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. Mm. Uh, it's a platinum I want, and this isn't an another big thing, but uh, another attainable platinum, very close to it, Destiny 2 been mm. bopping around there a lot this week um we're gonna talk a little more destiny later in the show but always want to shout out destiny when i'm feeling it definitely so. definitely uh you got a couple more hits though so let me hear uh the first hit ah <laughs> i've been playing hit man you know yes. man the that channel. hits call me hit man yes absolutely on youtube.com says joy clicks but i did two streams uh it's been very fun I know you said it was going to be good. So it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. all right, if Christian says it, it's, it's going to be good. But, like, man, I'm I'm having a lot of fun just being like, okay, cool. Like, you're an assassin. 
take out these two targets. You have this whole place at your disposal. Do what you want. Figure yeah, it out. You know, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we've had a lot of good moments. Well, not particularly good, but moments <laughs> where, you know, uh, RIP that waiter in the first stream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um a lot of, yeah it's 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 definitely a lot a lot of fun for sure a lot of fun. i'm i'm glad it's working for you because i i can totally get why someone wouldn't like this you know especially how the choice for hitman 2016 was to do it episodically like on a disc i think it still works fine as a normal game like yeah makes complete sense you know um probably doesn't incentivize replaying each level as much as it did originally you know, mm -hmm. um, on a surface level, like you can still power through that story. Like you can just bop around from like mission to mission and still have a great time with it. But um, yeah, how are you finding like the agency in terms of like, so how many different ways you can approach assassinations? It It's a lot more than I thought. I almost, mm -hmm. like, I almost thought it was gonna act like, you know, uh, to like take out a target, you know, it was gonna be something similar to like how you get choices in like an open world game, mm -hmm. story wise. But eventually, they all kind of fold into one canon ending. You know, mm -hmm. that's what I kind of thought w was gonna happen. Like, yeah, like I can approach it a different way, but like my end, like assassination, is just gonna be the same. I don't think. I mean, as far as I'm aware, I haven't really gone back and tried to do things differently. Um, I've tried to do things differently, like on my way to the target you know but yeah. not like killing the target itself so for example i just did uh today on stream i did the the one where you're in a middle eastern-esque type of city uh was, yes that one was yo that one was kind of tough i got that, that one was kind of tough yeah that one was like oh i gotta i gotta man i gotta really do that huh like okay like mm -hmm. all right <laughs> like yeah that one was was kind of tough but i ended up killing the last target um as a masseuse as a as a ma nice. massage person and the first one i acted like the person that they captured and were interrogating cool. mm -hmm. so i don't know if like you had different outcomes from what i did but um it's it's been a lot more diverse than i thought it was going to be you know yeah mm -hmm. definitely like okay like, well like i can really handle this in a lot of different ways super cool yeah, really cool. i i was there for most of your first stream of hitman cuz i really wanted to see what your like approach was like and yeah. paris i did not go for the i did not do the model route so like i didn't impersonate the model i thought that was seemed so hard when i played it the first time so like props uh -huh. to you for doing that route because that was sick dude um i feel like i got lucky man i got lucky because there was a guard i, I knocked out the homie yeah and he was like five feet away from me bro um, but the thing that i love about this hitman game and i still have to play too but like it's so cool because they give you so much story through gameplay. Like, there's so many routes you can take that give you more insight into this world, this world of assassins, all these groups of, like, shady corporations, like, working together. Like, in Paris, I didn't realize this the first time I played through the game, right? I only realized it, like, it might have been on a stream I watched or something, but... With the model route, you get access to this suite and you get to impersonate this model who's actually a spy. You go mm -hmm. to your handler and she's like, hey, I need you to take this guy out, get close with his daughter and then kill him. And yeah. you're you're just impersonating this model. It's like, oh, damn, there's like 
this crazy thing going on in the room next door this this giant cult like circle of really nice chairs and rich people like it's wild dude and you wouldn't it's, even it's, see that if you just dressed as a waiter the whole time or like poison drinks in the bar like i love how open it is and how easy it is to miss story because when you do get that story it's just so cool and i bet they like made that you know of course it's a deliberate choice but like i think a choice that influenced that choice was that like they were doing an episodic release of yes. this game you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so like having a lot of story just not on cutscenes, but like in the levels that you replay and stuff like that you get more lore out of it it makes mm-hmm. sense and like it definitely works out it's yeah. super cool yeah it's yeah, i love that game so i'm glad it's yeah. working for you because i love that game yeah, I definitely want to finish it uh, before Ghost because I know Ghost will take up a lot of my time. But mm-hmm. I will play the second one for sure before three because that 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 Hitman three trailer, man. Mm-hmm. That Hitman three. Sometimes I just be chilling here, mm-hmm. put that on. It's a, banger. it's a banger. Yeah, I actually I reinstalled after your stream. I reinstalled Hitman because there was a bonus episode that I never played, and I was like, I gotta get into this at some point. So it's nice. sitting sitting on the PS4 right now. I'll get to it eventually. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, but I do think you have one more thing before we dive I into do. the rest of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happened. A long time coming. A lot of DMs, a lot of conversations, a lot of comments. It's happened. I've bought Persona 4 Golden. I'm two and a half hours in. Uh, I'll start first off by, once again, you know, doubling down. That Vita Island is a real island. All right. The PS Vita. <laughs> Yes, it is alive and well on your Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Like, they're... Okay, I don't know if I'm capping, right? I can 100% be capping. And, like, it may be honestly boiling it down to just the OLED display on the Vita and how good that looks, you know, on the first-gen Vitas, which... I think you asked me, Christian, if you... We just go, honestly, if you can get the first-gen, get a first-gen. Like, the second-gen, like, okay, you know... like if you can't find the first gen all right it'll it'll suffice but i would say aim for the first gen because that oled screen is gorgeous especially on persona 4 a lot of poppy colors it's 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 good i think it's worth it to go for the oled but um the vita is great but persona 4 right Mm -hmm. i did not expect the story to be like this and i'm gonna keep it honest i don't know what i don't know what I was expecting out of the story because I literally have no frame reference of what story stories Persona 4 has or like any of the Personas. I know there's something about Phantom Thieves and like, you know, steal your heart in Persona 5. No idea what that's about, but it sounds cool. It sounds yeah. cool. But, um, uh, you know, here I had no, I mean, do you know about the, I can kind of give you like the non-spoiler kind yeah, of give overarching. Me the pitch. Okay, here's what it is, right? So I I moved – I either got moved by my family or I moved to a small town. I'm pretty sure I got moved by my family, right, to a small town. I'm staying with my uncle, right? My uncle is a detective in the city, right? So people start dying when fog rolls in left and right, right? My uncle is trying to figure it out because he's the head of the police. Like, he's a detective type of person. Um uh you know but then while that thread's going on there's this thread at school about all these kids talking about hey you know at midnight when it's raining if you look into the tv uh you know you'll like see some crazy stuff if you go to the midnight channel right so i do that and then i start seeing people that are like so 
whoever shows up on the midnight TV winds up dead. Hmm. Right? So it's like, yo, what's what's up? And then um, through a, a lot that I can't even explain right now that thoroughly, um, you're able to go into the TV mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, there's there's a bear named Teddy. He He seems cool. He seems to live in this other reality that's in the TV. And I guess the killer that is killing these people in our world is throwing them into the TV. No, someone's throwing people into the TV <laughs> and they're dying in the TV realm, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to stop it and figure out what's what what's going on with the nice. help of Teddy and my other classmates. Um, yeah. From, it's, yeah, it's wild. So I haven't played Persona 4. My first Persona was Persona 5. Gotcha. And story setup, uh, not the same, you know, like same kind of vibe. Okay. Like it's dark, you know, it, there's right. definitely some levity. It's not like super, super serious. There's serious themes, but there's some anime tropes, you know, there's some comedy mm-hmm. and I'm assuming four does the same thing. But like when you said you weren't expecting the story, do you, were you just not expecting it to be like, Hey, murder in a small town in Japan. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. I just I just didn't anticipate. Yeah. I think it's the murder part and like the more like quote unquote like serious stuff going on in the game where I'm like, "Huh, yeah, like, yeah. okay, like I just did not did not think we were going down that path." You know, and and, and I don't know if it was just going to be like something I think I was expecting something a little bit more lighthearted. Not that sure. it's like super dark, but like I just had no idea, you know. So yeah. and just super weird story, but like cool. Yeah. yeah. How, how you like in the uh, combat? Because this is more in line with Pokemon than it is with Seven Remake in terms of turn-based. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely more like Pokemon. Actually, this feeds into the big, uh, not not big, but the 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 issue that I'm having with the game right now, right? Okay. If you will, um, it's that I wish there was more combat in the early hours of this game. Gotcha, yeah. Right. Like, and I have heard that a lot where, like, people are like, yo, like, for the first four or five hours of this game is just clicking X, hearing hearing dialogue, you know, getting the story. You And I've only been – I've only been in the mode of combat once early on, but that's not even really a fight because it's, like, just – it's not even – it's, like, a really quick thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I've been in official combat two times. And the second one was like, okay, like, this is, like, a little bit longer. This is cool. But, like, I'm, like, three hours in, you know? And it's like, yeah. man, like, I, like, I'm having a difficult time, like, critiquing them for it because I get that they're trying to set up the story, right? Yeah. 100% get it. And, like, I have a lot more game to go. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're you're not even 10% done yet. Yeah, like, like, I'm not even, I feel like, a percent. Like, like I have a lot more to go, right? Yeah, but, like, yeah. I think that there could have been a way to deliver the story mm-hmm. with a little more combat mixed in as well. Like, yeah. I just think that there, there, there could be a way to do it. But, like, mm-hmm. I won't knock them that hard because I do understand that I have a long road ahead of me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Worth but, mentioning yeah. also, Persona 4 Golden is the Vita like improved version because Persona 4 is a PS2 game. Yes. So, yes. like, pacing has improved since then. You know, like Persona 5, it still starts slow, but like the first scene, high action. It's like okay. a flash okay. forward, and then 
we're jumping around timeline wise there's some interesting things that they lay out so like from what you're saying in my experience with five they took that criticism like there still is a lot of exposition for the first right. couple hours of persona 5 but um like you said it's a common complaint but if you're in right now i'm sure you'll be able to make it to the point where they give you more freedom so. yeah yeah like that's what i'm expecting like like there's there's and what I know to be true based on people that have played the game and have talked to me about it. Like, I know that. But, like, I know, like, there's a lot of people that have bowed out because of the lack of, like, a lot of comp. Not, I mean, not like, just any, you know, regularly planned out combat in the first few hours. Like, and I could, I think I could honestly see someone, like, dipping out and not feeling like they didn't give it a fair shake. Like, I kind of, like, understand that low key. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 tough, but like I'm enjoying it. It's been definitely my you know bedtime game before I go to bed. Nice. Um, it's cool. I like it. I'm glad. Well, that's it for the games we've been playing. Again, gonna be more next week. Excited to hear your ghost impressions. Maybe no, that's after we record. So week yeah, after. Yeah, slightly after. Yeah, slightly after. Unfortunately. Um, but before we get to news. Kevin, it is a returning segment. Is this a big deal? Big, 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 big. First up, I ha- I am indifferent on this, but for how often we do cover news, I feel like industry-wise, this is something. Okay. Dr. Disrespect just disappeared from Twitch banned without any reason. Like, yes. Well, there's a reason. No explanation. Yeah, yeah. Is this uh- big... Um, because I don't care. Like I've so, never been a fan of this guy. I don't. I don't know how you fall on this. I am not a fan of the. I've I've seen clips of his streams. I haven't watched the full stream of his or whatever. Right. So like I, I I'm not a fan of him. I do think that if it's one of the alleged reasons, it's it could be construed as a big deal from an industry standpoint because one of the rumors, again, this is a rumor, not true, audience. I don't know this is true. This is a rumor that I've heard. Is that the reason why he was uh, banned from Twitch was because he is in talks to start a new streaming platform oh, with wow. other streamers as well. You know, and that would be, of course, a, you know, uh, a conflict of business and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. if that's true and there's a new streaming platform coming up of the ashes of Mixer, you know, I think that mm-hmm. could be construed as a pretty big deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, interesting. I haven't heard any of that. I just thought it was because he was a terrible person. That's what yeah. that's the things I was seeing. So there's then the or he's a he's a terrible person and he did something horrible that, yeah, that yeah. we don't that we don't know yet. Um, but that's just what I've like that. That's the two main things I've heard. So if it's okay. the streaming platform, I think that's a pretty big deal. If it's a horrible person, then he's a you know a horrible person. Glad he's gone. <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree. Next up. The PlayStation 5 box art has been revealed, and it is a blue box with a white banner. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But I think it looks good. So I you think it? it do you think it's a big deal, or do you think this is nothing though? Um, in the full retrospect, this is really not that big of a deal. But it is cool to know, at least. Yeah. Like, you know, it is. It is. It is cool to know. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the most insequential thing in the world, but do you like the box overall, though? Oh yeah, I like it. Um, 
the closest i'll give them like a mini big deal because it shows them committing to an aesthetic like yes last gen was blue it's like hey cool we're past the standard black and gray and see-through boxes let's get something nice xbox has green all that sort of thing yeah um so i think it's a nice middle ground you know it, it works with the design of the new console so it looks fine what's cooler yeah. is that miles morales box art because oh, oh god that is a work of art bro mm -hmm. i love how that looks next to the spider-man ps4 box as well mm -hmm. like those so, those box art just translates so good bro for audience members that haven't seen it um picture the box art for spider-man on the ps4 except it is a grayscale background uh you have miles in his black and red suit uh doing his own pose but still shooting a web in one hand and doing like the venom shock in the other hand and um you get the logo spider-man miles morales it looks very clean very big fan clean. very clean very clean so. it looks very good and and it like shows that okay like they 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 have a particular format of cover they want to do you know yes. what I'm it's good stuff mm -hmm. also playstation studios logos on there that's cool mm-hmm it's not there no more only on playstation the top yeah that's removed as well that's replaced with the playstation studios logo which um mm -hmm. yep i think i think that's just them trying to get uh you know translating out to the world that hey like this is like the new logo to demonstrate that like this is the stamp of like quality yeah that we're looking for in the playstation studios and like you know this is what it is yeah it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like, it it's it's their Nintendo seal of approval, you mm -hmm. know? So, it's cool. Uh, last up, we got two things that weren't really big deals. This last one, I'm curious where you fall. We have found out Akumi Nakamura's next big project and why she's been absent for so long. Did you mm -hmm. see this? I did. I did. See she has a child now. She had, she's a mom. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, Congratulations. I love, wait, but, okay, if I remember, right, mm -hmm. did she say that whole, like, I'm working on, like, another project, I can't say what it is right now, like, I think so, I yeah, oh my god, that's so great, oh my god, that's so great, yeah, that's, that's, man, a shout out to her, congratulations, yeah, she, she, honestly, the highlight of the last E3, literally, you know, literally. like, her, Keanu Reeves, and John Bernthal's dog, yeah, like, I was about to say that too. Yeah, the dog, the Big Mac, if you will, the three <laughs> layers of importance of E3 gotta that year. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. And so E3 that was all just pretty much trailers and like little yeah. little, little gameplay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've been following her since then, and was shadow dropping a baby on her audience. That was that was something. <laughs> shadow dropping a baby. Yeah. Um. Now I, I I wonder if also like complete just side note. Well, not really side note. Is it pertains to it but like do you think like that pretty much dispels all of the like rumors of like it was no uh, no i guess that timeline wouldn't make sense like is that why she left ghostwire tokyo as the creative director which i'm like no like i don't think so maybe. maybe i don't know maybe i don't know mm -hmm. unsure but but yeah that's a big deal congratulations to her um now though we can dive into some news we sorted out the big deals of the week mm. akumi nakamura is the only big deal of the week <laughs> truly truly um destiny 2 kevin this could be its own segment you know maybe we maybe we bring back eyes up as just like a segment in the podcast once in a while eyes up guardian um so destiny well first off this week was bungie day a holiday 
in the fandom that uh, just celebrates Bungie as a company. They've been around for, I think, 20 years now. So. 10 out of 10. Um, this past Tuesday was Bungie Day. And in celebration, tons of fan art online. It was trending on Twitter. And they dropped a new update for Destiny 2 that continued the storyline of the current season, the season of Arrivals. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've messed around with any of the new season's story yet. Not yet, no. Okay. Yet. So, from the... Recently, we watched Bungie reveal the roadmap for Destiny 2 in potentially the rest of the lifespan of this game. And one of the highlights was a introduction and spotlight on these pyramid-like ships that were teased at the end of the Red War campaign in Destiny 2 at launch, disappeared forever, started being sprinkled in through the campaigns of some of the expansions and the seasons. And this season, the season of arrivals, these ships are here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm sure you saw this, I think, after that first live event, which closed off the last season, the current season kicked off with, I want to say, Io? Be- or, I think it was Io. Io being, or maybe Nessus. Anyways, it was a planet that had one of these pyramid-like black ships show up, enter the skybox, we gotta deal with this thing, what's going on? This week, Kevin every planet on the left side of the screen in the director so we got titan io nessus mercury maybe mars um is mars in two i I, never mind they all have pyramids now pyramids have shown up at all these oh shit so okay i like that yeah okay Oh um, man, I can't wait till I can't wait till September, man. Let's go. Yeah, dude. So, I still have to run to the tower. I gotta talk to Zavala. I gotta be like, hey, what do you need me to do? I saw you have a new mission for me. What do I gotta take care of? But um, yeah. So the the seasonal storytelling and the limited time event type storytelling, the live storytelling of mm-hmm. Destiny Two continues. Uh, this is really cool. It was really cool popping up and seeing the um the director have like the little overlay of the pyramid on all these planets now so really interested to see how this builds into the next couple of years but thought it'd be a nice little update you know bungie other holiday this week um so yeah that is cool that is cool i need a i need to like I, I need to treat destiny like now i mean what i've been wanting to treat destiny like is like how i treat cod we're like you know like mm-hmm. If I don't want to really get into anything like, you know, that brand new or whatever, just jump into COD. Just, just you know, I need, I need to jump into Destiny more often, you know, than, yeah. I, than, I, than, I, than I do nowadays for sure. Because, like, like, you know, I love the game. You mm-hmm. love the game, you know. Oh, absolutely. I got to do it. I got to do it. Um, yeah, I'm still wrapping up. I haven't dove into the, um, the season missions yet, and I'm probably going to buy the season pass because it seems like a good season based on the community pulse. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm still catching up. I have one mission left in For- Forsaken, and then I'm going to dive into Shadow Keep, and then I'll be all caught up. And once I hit the right level, you and I we're going to run that prophecy dungeon. I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. Absolutely, I'm down. Wait. All right, let's do it. Well, two uh, Titans out here chilling. 
What if I told you I went back to my day one Destiny 1 class, which is a warlock? It's a traitor. It's a traitor! How is it a traitor if I'm going back to where I began? <laughs> Commander Zavala's upset with you, bro. Zavala is Trust upset me. with you, bro. Zavala is the <laughs> the vanguard that I had the strongest attachment to. He's so cool. I love his voice, dude. I like, love that voice actor. He's so cool. Kate is great, you know? Oh, yeah. Love Nathan yeah. Fillion. RIP, F in the chat. But, like, Zavala is the guy. Zavala, I have a tie to. You know, is there a replacement for I Kate? don't think so. Yet? Uh, I don't know. Are they going to get one? Uh, it's the Hunter class, right? Yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we end off Beyond Light with the Stranger taking his place. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I love that. I love that. That'd be sick, right? Shot to Cade, but I love that. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Yeah. So. Oh, I, oh, I need that. That's fire. Yeah, okay, dude. I need that. I need that. So, But, yeah. I'm a... At heart, I'm a warlock. You know, it was fun going around as a titan for a little while. But... I feel you. I feel, you know what? Okay. Maybe... Maybe you're, you, maybe you're not a traitor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe you're not. I have so, uh, I could talk forever about Destiny, but like, oh man, my Warlock, I have so much nostalgia for that. I remember cracking that box up and being like, I want a green robot with a purple horn. <laughs> like, uh. I'm really glad they like had that touch where like in Destiny 2, you could carry over the actual appearance of yes. your, because uh, man, I've always had the same looking character. He has yeah, three same. like black war paint on his head, like, like three black lines over his like left eye, I think, you know? Yeah. I think he's bald. Should probably mm -hmm. update that, but I don't know if I want to. Yeah. Probably won't. Great game. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Uh, but that is it for news. We do have one more quick segment, the game announcement game, where we can burn through some quick little hits from this week. Uh, first up, Crash Bandicoot on the run. It's true. It's true. It's happening. Um, now, I haven't seen the trailer. I just okay. I just saw it on my feed, so I, I will be deferring to you sure. as to how because we have talked a lot about like hey like a crash on mobile makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, it, makes it makes sense because sense. this has been announced for months. Yeah, we talked. I think we talked about this on an earlier episode of the podcast. It was like, hey, there's a crash mobile game coming. I looked for it on the store because I wanted impressions, and then it wasn't there. Oh, I do. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. And now there's a trailer. Still not available. I did, however, pre do the like. There's a weird thing where you can like pre-invite. Did you yeah. do that? Pre-register, I think. I no. I did that. I did that. I did that because I do. I do want to try it as soon as I can. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, again, just finished Crash. I'm ex I'm more excited for Crash Four now that I'm done with Warped. Like, oh, yeah. I'm back in that mood, and. Basically, for listeners and for Kevin who hasn't seen the trailer yet, it is Subway Surfer or Temple Run, but Crash Bandicoot. Like, you got three lanes, you're swiping between the things, you can jump, you can spin, you can slide, and uh, some character customization, probably going to have some microtransactions. The trailer showcased a blue Crash Bandicoot with, like, purple or pink shorts running alongside standard Crash, uh, Coco is there i think there's a multiplayer you can play with friends mm. but it's an endless runner pretty much right right so. interesting okay okay so hmm. and like 
I'll give it a shot. Like, it's not something exciting, but I think it makes more sense than Mario Run did. Like, Mario Run, I played and I enjoyed, but Crash on mobile makes more sense as a this type of game. Like, it's not making as many compromises, I think, as a Endless Runner Mario would. Right. Because Crash Bandicoot, you're already running away from the camera in, like, a pretty narrow hallway. You know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Considering that this is being developed by King, and, um, uh, you know, of course, uh, Crash 4 is under the Activision umbrella of developers. I forgot which developer. Oh, it's... Toaster uh, Rob. Toaster Bob, yeah. They're owned by Activision as well. Um, do you think there'd be some sort of, like, cross-promotion going on with this? I mean, probably cross-promotion, of course, but, like, maybe, like, some sort of, like, cross-content with it? Like, you know, if you unlock this using the Crash 4... Yeah, so Crash 4 has introduced the concept of skins for the characters. Uh, you get like a 90s themed Crash and Coco skin for pre-ordering Crash 4. I would be shocked if you did not get a skin from this mobile game if you connect an account or something. Gotcha. Okay, so. I see. Yeah, I see. Uh, but yeah, uh, you pre-registered. You think you're going to check it out then? Like, I know you're not big with the history of Crash. Like, you don't have a huge nostalgia for it, but you're going to give it a shot. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I've been meaning to play the Crash and Sand trilogy at some point in my, in my, in my life. Why do I have yeah. a problem with it in my life? In my life at some point, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so like this one, I mean, hey, I mean, I'm I'm down for a good mobile game. You know what I'm saying? I'm down for it. You know, same. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, next game. Kind of a re-release, not really an announcement, but it seems big. Donkey Kong Country I is saw coming. You lost your mind on Twitter office. Of yeah. So here's the thing. I was hyped up for this announcement because like it's about damn time. Like <laughs> Super Nintendo games on Switch came out last September, and it's almost been a full year, and we don't have donkey kong country yet like donkey kong country is a huge classic for the super nintendo right and i'm just surprised it took them so long to get this game on there do you think there's like a discernible reason that we could even like conjure up or just like it just just I, took a long time like there, like there's no reason why it should have taken this long you know i don't know I really don't, because, like, people have theories that, like, hey, maybe it's not on Super Nintendo because Nintendo's going to work with Xbox to get, like, a Nintendo Classics Rare Replay, and then Donkey Kong Country will be in that instead of the, the service, but I guess not now. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, like, I've only messed with the OG Donkey Kong Country a bit. I love Tropical Freeze to death, but yeah. I'm excited for this. Well... Wait, so. is it available right now or no? Uh, it's dropping July 15th alongside two other Super Nintendo games on the service. But uh, this was the highlight. People on Twitter were losing their minds that this is finally happening. Yeah, I saw a lot of people losing it for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, sounds great. I have yet mm -hmm. to go into those uh, try some of those old games. I, I have yet to do so. Even though I have yeah. access to them. Like, I play for online. So, mm -hmm. should do Yeah. It. Earlier this year, I played Link's Awakening with DJ Gillard. We did that for the show, Master Quest, on the channel. Mm -hmm. Good service. Uh, gonna probably pick it up again, mess around with Donkey Kong Country a bit, but it's not something I use constantly. I feel like whenever they bring N64, hopefully this fall, then I'll be using it a lot more. But Right. Yeah. Uh, are you a big Donkey Kong guy? Yeah. No? 
I know you talk endlessly about uh, Tropical Freeze. I know you do, and like mm. I know I should play Tropical Freeze at some point. Uh, but no, I, I'm not. I'm not particularly that that big of a Donkey Kong fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah, dude. If you, but if you thought like I was happy for this, wait until they announce Donkey Kong 64 on Switch. The seminal Court Barrett Courtney. Theme. Blessing Adioye Jr. as blessing well. Blessing as well. Blessing. Yeah, let me not disrespect Blessing, of course. Blessing him. Donkey Kong. Yeah. 64. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last up. Not a full game announcement, but by the time this episode's out, we're going to know what this is. Figured it was worth shouting out. Uh, Nintendo said they're doing a Treehouse event Friday, uh, July 12th. And uh, that is going to be showcasing Mario Paper Mario gameplay. But it's also going to have a new reveal from for a new game that is being developed by way forward and the phrasing of the tweet was a new project from a uh, like an ip or a franchise that is new to way forward so the phrasing was like hey it's a it's an ip that exists right and then way forward will be working on it hmm. by they, friday do you mean july 10th Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I was a wait, like, wait. Is it yeah. 12? I don't know. I don't know what that yeah. is. Okay, interesting. What is your guess on what this is? What, so my, what do you think? My original guess was that it was going to be a Metroid game, but apparently Nintendo came out and they were like, hey, it's a third-party IP. <laughs> it's not a <laughs> Nintendo IP. Right, right. So I don't know. It could really be, like, anything. I wouldn't be su- surprised if it was, like, some classic series that's gotten left behind. Um, I really don't know. Uh, Way forward in the past, they've done Shantae, Half Genie Hero, uh, and River City Girls more recently. I believe they also worked on Bloodstained, like the 2.5D one. Mm -hmm. So they got some games under their belt. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay, I see. I see. I do want to see that Paper Mario gameplay. Me too. I was listening to some impressions earlier, and people seemed a little mixed, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, people that have played it? Yeah. Oh, no. So. Oh, God. Curious to see the gameplay, though. Precisely. So, as we normally do, Kevin, with the game announcement game, out of these three, what's the biggest deal for you? What's the game that you want to be your game out of these three? So, Donkey Kong Country... Crash Bandicoot uh, and the the unannounced way forward game. Man, the unannounced way forward, I kind of like, man, like, what if it's a banger? You know? Yeah, you want to take that risk? Honestly, why not? You know, because like I'm not a Donkey Kong guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like Crash, shout out, shout out Temple Run. You know, shout out a well crafted mobile game. But why not? Let's just go with the unknown. You know? I respect it. Well, we will see. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow when this is out, you look like a champ because you got a brand new Metal Gear. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wonder what it is. I can't even think of what it could be. I don't know. Yeah, like, do you have a guess? Like, if you had to guess, like, a classic I, IP. I don't even know, dude. Like, I don't even know. I mean, I, I, I'm i just waiting patiently for them to just say, yo, Metro, Metroid Prime Trilogy is real. It's out today. Like, I would cry. Because I've always yeah. wanted to just play those games. Um, hmm. I really don't know what it could mm-hmm. be. I, I have I have literally no idea. 
So yeah, so Guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited to see what it is. But with that, it's time for Arkham Watch. Kevin, as you know, WB Montreal refuses to announce their Batman game. You know what? Rumors are they're running away right now all the way to Microsoft's back pocket to just to be an exclusive developer. Oh, man. And we still haven't seen their Batman. Man. Um, I'm not going to... Okay, look. Here's the thing, right? Here, So, I'm not that upset by it right look so like okay number one i don't even know what microsoft would would even buy them just off of like there's a lot of studios under wb games you know what i'm saying like there like seems to be like a lot going on uh with that right so like for for them to take in that whole workload while still trying to bolster up the new studios that they bought last year for xbox first party you know it seems like a lot to handle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they would, but, like, if they would, it's not like Minecraft became exclusive, you know? Fair point. They're, they're, they're all about, like, hey, you know, we're, 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 we're trying to spread our wings, you know? As long as you're playing an Xbox game, we don't really care where you're playing it on, you know? Um, so, I'm, I would assume... That if they were to buy WB, I don't think that the Batman games would become exclusive. The only way I can kind of see that is if they look at Spider-Man. But that's kind of a little bit of a different thing, you know? Because, of course, Sony bought Insomniac, and they had a second-party relationship from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. Like, my assumption is that, like, I don't think that if Microsoft were to buy WB, that the Batman games would be exclusive to the platform. If they are, then... I, I I'm buying an Xbox. Kevin, yeah. you know why you're an amazing co-host? Okay. Oh my god, I almost coughed. <laughs> I almost choked. Oh my god. How come? <laughs> because I was just introducing the segment. That is not what the Arkham Watch story is, and you just had a great take. You made the podcast better. You covered a news story, a it's rumor. Not. No, that is not that is not what Arkham Watch is this week. I was just I was just queuing up what it looks like for WB Montreal right now. <laughs> well, so I will I will shut the hell up. You may you may you may no please, you may, you I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> this week's Arkham Watch, apparently, <laughs> from an unnamed source. But you know what? I'm gonna back this. I'll believe it. Oh man. Apparently, a collection is dropping on August 27th for PC, PS4, Switch, Stadia, and Xbox One. A collection which contains every single Tomb Raider video game in one package. Like, even the newer ones? Yes, so Tomb Raider all the way back on the PS1... To, uh, Tomb Raider, Lara Croft Go, Curse of O, not Cur- that's the Destiny expansion, Temple of Osiris, <laughs> all the spinoffs, all the way up to Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Collection. This August. Does August line up with a Tomb Raider um, like anniversary? Is there some I sort don't... of like milestone for the franchise in August? I don't know. This year might be something, but uh, recently we saw Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, one honestly kind of acclaimed game from this generation 
uh, free on PlayStation Plus right now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people love Rise out of the uh, uh, Crystal Dynamics. Yes. Tomb Raider games. Um, they do. But, uh, I mean, I, I, I've heard good things about Lara Croft Go, right? So, I'd be interested in that. I don't know if I'm particularly interested in, in like, playing the older ones, you know what I'm saying, as mm -hmm. of right now. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, after I play, like, what I'm actually interested in playing, which is the trilogy from this generation. Yeah. Um, like, maybe I go back and play that, but uh, interesting. I, I did not hear about that, so that's wild. Um, do we... Is it just the existence of this massive collection? Like, or is it... Do we know a price point, perhaps? It's just that it's coming, and it's dropping very soon. And... For how quiet they've been on... I know Shadow of the Tomb Raider was like maybe 2019. Might have been 2018. I don't remember, but... Yeah, I don't remember. Um, it, it, it was recent, definitely. 2018. Uh, it, it just kind of makes sense. Like, it, it's a franchise that has such a history now that having a full collection at the end of a generation kind of just... Like, I believe that, you know? Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. I and, think... I've, yeah, definitely. And obviously, like, Lara Croft, gaming icon. Mm -hmm. So, I'm, I'm with you. I do want to check out, especially, like, if we're going to have a drought of Uncharted for a little while. That's I'm true. really interested in this new trilogy. Like, I was really interested in the the reboot a couple years back, but just never got around to playing it. Rise, obviously, was timed exclusive for a full year, so I didn't care about it when it came out. Mm -hmm. Um and then Shadow wasn't Crystal anymore because they went over to uh, Avengers. So, like, if it hits at the right time, I might be in. Oh, right, because Shadow was Idol's Montreal, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I mean, a lot of people say that, oh, like, you know, this new uh, trilogy of Tomb Raiders, you know, da-da-da, like, it's a, it's like Uncharted, whatever. I, I mean, that, that that that's not a bad thing. Like, can I say Oh, yeah, that? yeah. Like, if, if you're telling me it's like Uncharted, like, okay, I mean... I can do a little bit of Uncharted, you know? Why not? Um, yeah, definitely interested. Um, but do you think you would... You would Have you played any of the old Tomb Raiders by chance? I haven't, no. No, haven't? Okay. Haven't. Okay, I see, I see, I see. My, but, one, one of my uncles swears by one of the old Tomb Raiders. Swears by it. I believe like, it. He swears by it. But I'm like, now, like, I mean, I, I never played it. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. But... So. Definitely makes sense. Definitely cool to see. Yeah, so I believe this is coming. I uh, I hope Mass Effect does not drop at the same time, but indeed, indeed. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm really curious. You know, like I feel like for how long I've been in games, for how much I love Uncharted, I should really have some Tomb Raider experience at this point. So yeah, it, it might be time. It's it's one of the like embarrassing franchises that I have that I don't have any experience with. Uh, like the Mass Effects, like the Metroids, like the Metal Gears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, used to be Persona, you know, so. There you go. Makes sense. Well, with that, in record time as of late, it's time for POTS. POTS, 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 So, lighter news week, you know? Nothing crazy this week. Nothing crazy. So... Listeners, viewers, Kevin and I decided that it's time to break out one of our, like, preservative 
topics. You know, like if you're if you're stocking up a bunker, this is a topic you want to stop stock up in that bunker. I think the term would be evergreen. It is. I just wanted to be weird about it. I feel that. Okay. I feel you. I feel you. Yes, this is an evergreen topic if there ever was one. No, no, screw that. Other people have evergreen. We have preservative topics. It's a preservative bunker topic. Absolutely. Preservative bunker topic. And the reason I say that is because the concept of this could could change. You know, there could be a game. Maybe Kevin loves Ghost of Tsushima, and then it drastically changes this within a week, and it's no longer... Maybe it spoils. Maybe it goes bad. Maybe it wasn't packaged properly at the factory. (laughs) But it's unlikely, you know, Mm -hmm. because today we're talking about each of our individual top 10 favorite video games of all time. We're going through our lists, you know, I I feel like these don't change that often. We're 25 episodes in now. This is the 26th. Figured we should get that out there. I don't think we ever did this on Cross Circle either. I don't think so either. No, no. So it's time, you know, it's true. It's true. I finished this list at 1.28 in the morning last night. Ooh, very nice. Uh, it took a lot of thought. Um, and honestly, I bet after I'm done reading this top 10, you're going to be like, oh, what about X game? I'd be like, damn. Mm-hmm. Right. Makes a lot of sense or whatever. Uh, but I don't know how you went about your top 10. I think I went mine off of like, all right, which games were either so great or sparked a specific like phase or impact in my life you yeah. know what i'm saying so like that's where like i kind of went with my list where like some i think that you know you barely hear me talk about but like i think it's actually really special to me and like you know all that so we'll see we'll see but overall i think this list is pretty good for me definitely yeah definitely. I, I think i'm in a similar boat uh from just scrolling through this i'd say maybe seven out of my top 10 i don't care about their problems and I'm aware that they have some problems, but they do not affect me in the slightest. Okay. Um, same. And same sort of prerequisites you just shot out there, like games that had an impact on me, games that stuck with me, things I'll replay, things I have a huge fondness and love for. Uh, there's some a few new ones here, and their placement are is like floating around. I don't know how long they'll stay up here. Um, and so... For this, do you want to just go back and forth? Like, my 10, your 10, my 9, your 9? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Pop okay. one style. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. Um, worth noting, I'm reading this off of my GG list because a couple mm. weeks ago, I was bored and I made my top 50. Damn. So, and you, to do that, damn. I vetted it. I did it based on a personal ranking. Then I put all of these things on a list, like a bias maker. And then I made like choices between games and the math worked out. And it was like, hey, you know what? The math even proved my own opinions because the list was mostly accurate. <laughs> Man, I have so. yet to flesh out my GG. Like for me, it's only like, okay, like what I'm playing. And I have two separate lists of like games I beat last year, games I beat this year. And I'll keep doing that for every year. Um, mm-hmm. And then a total games I've beaten since I've been tracking on GG. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. While we're shouting out GG, like obviously it's great, but like um, yeah, I got my top fifty. I got twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen goatees, and then I got 
a Resident Evil series ranking since I've been playing through those. So um, nice. nice. A very handy app. Definitely. Um, Kevin, do you want to go first? Do you want to give your number ten first? Why not? Why not? Okay, this one I think is one of the curveballs. Like really, what? Like for real? Um, Guitar Hero Two. Ooh, I respect that. Guitar Hero Two. Uh, game on the PlayStation Two. Uh, it really became like a family joke that like I was the best at Guitar Hero. You know what I'm saying? Like like you can put any family member with me and I'll like shred it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like and that was like the first game that like um well no probably not first but like one of like the early games in my childhood where, where it was like i could feel myself getting better at the game you know as i went on and like it while like that is the reasoning for like the gaming side of it i think another reason for it as well is because like it so right now of course and for like the majority of my you know conscious life if you will um uh i've always been a fan of hip-hop rap r&b you know since pretty much i was like in middle school you know uh but before that this game got me into liking a lot of rock you know Mm -hmm. uh and i think like this this game really was like a part of me taking music seriously and like be like oh man no like i'm like a i actually like like music a lot you know not just like a passive like listener Like, like i actually like like certain tracks all that like that's how i got into albums and everything and like you know the way track lists are good and some track lists are bad and, and stuff like that but like it all i i feel like spawned from guitar hero and it was such a great game to play with three other brothers and sisters that were in my house and stuff like that like you know it was a good time shout, yeah shout out guitar hero too such an underrated like guitar Hero as a series i feel like especially recently doesn't get as enough respect that it deserves like it, yeah i agree they hung around a little too long my main experience with it was world tour mm. and mm. that was the like, same page introduction to like foo fighters uh deep dives on like some paramore stuff like really was very influential for me as well so like i think Guitar Hero definitely does not get enough love for how much of an influence it had on that kind of our like age range, you know. Definitely, definitely. Like so. the and then well, of course, a little a little side note, you know, when I was kind of like waning out of uh, Guitar Hero when I was deep into the Call of Duty phase of PS3, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my <laughs> my uncle got me and my siblings DJ Hero. Ugh. Do you remember that? Unfortunately, I hope yeah. I, I hope you don't, but we, man, we played that for one night, and that was it. Like, that was it. Mm-hmm. As in, like, it was not it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so shout out DJ Hero. But Guitar Hero 2, very, very good game. Very nice. Kevin, what if I told, I'm looking at my list right now. What do you got? And my number 13 deserves to be in the top 10. <laughs> I don't oh, know what to do. Shit. Oh, man. Um, and I, 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 I might call an audible and swap it out with either number 10 or number nine, but I'll just run through the top 10 as it stands right now. Number 10, the last of us. Mm, I was wondering where you're going to, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be very shocked by my choice, but okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So the last of us 
again, this might change in time because there's another game in my top 10 right now that was one of my favorites of all time. The sequel replaced it. Um, I think part two I might like more than The Last of Us, but The Last of Us I've only played twice. The first right. time I thought it was The Second Coming of Christ when I was like 15 <laughs> years old. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this game is art. <laughs> Mom, um, this is what video games are. Yeah. Uh, and because of that and because of the atmosphere i've talked at length with you about this but because of how like annoyingly high i thought of that game back in the day and not having played it since then i was so worried that when i played it again for part two i was not gonna like it and yeah there's there's some things that i didn't love about the game when i replayed it but the moments that still get me like just the quiet moments, just the character bonding, like a lot of it isn't even in cutscenes, a lot of it is just like walking down empty streets with Ellie and just having completely missable conversations with her. It struck a chord with me where it was like, you know, it's not the top of my favorites anymore, like maybe at one point it was top five, but like it's st- like there's still something there that's holding on just barely to make it top ten for me. Right. And it really is, I think, about just the journey as a whole. And on the replay, the replay helped a lot. The replay really just affirmed that I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do care about this world and the some of the characters in it. So, yeah, no, like 100%. Like, like, I mean, and I mean, I think everyone that's played Last of Us, you know, and that enjoyed it, I think like this isn't really like an outlandish thing to say. I think the first Last of Us is forever goaded and forever. A game and a story that like will forever be in gaming like you know what i'm saying like it'll be held up on that pedestal like of like the important pillars of the industry you know yeah like i think whether people think it's warranted or not i think it's going to enter the, that like half-life state you yes. know of like yeah hey yeah maybe it's not revolutionary but it was a big deal at a certain time and there's a reason it was a big deal at that time you know mm-hmm so mm, i agree number 10 for me what's your number nine number nine so you know it's funny how um, no it's not funny um so this is another ps2 hit right uh okay. this was pretty much my like first foyer into like i love video games right need for mm-hmm. speed underground 2 on the ps2 very nice. I have so many clo- oh, like that soundtrack's forever burned in my head. Um, I remember like, you know, I wasn't allowed to play video games on the week. I was allowed to play video games on school nights for the embarrassingly majority of my younger life. Like it wasn't until like sophomore year in high school that my dad was like, oh, okay, like I guess you can balance, you know, assignments and, and games if you want. Like sure. I'm like I could done that a long time ago but here we are you know um so i remember like all the times where i would sneak you know at night to play need for speed underground 2 on the ps2 um it it was such a great game man you know i i put so many hours into need for speed underground 2 and uh, that you know of course does translate into all the psp need for speed as well um midnight club as well spawned from that as well but just like racing games were a huge part uh growing up for me as well 
and mm-hmm. uh, Need for Speed Underground Two is probably the not not probably like hundred percent is the top uh, of that list. So, is is there a specific reason why Underground Two was like your pick? Was it like just that's the one you had, or was it something like? you were in it before and then eventually like was it something you were hyped up for like a release right. you were ready for or was it just something you like came across and were like wow i love this like i think also it's that like because i've i tried the other need for speeds like around that age group um yeah. at like cousins and stuff like that but like they i mean i think like just also playing those i mean oh like you know like this this just doesn't feel as great as need for speed underground 2 like like hot pursuit for me like didn't do it for me like around that time and stuff like that um there was one more that i'm trying to think of i can't remember what it's called um but like it was even told of like my cousins being like oh man like dude you got underground 2 like straight up like bro like you know um so like mm-hmm. i just think that it was such a great like such a great game overall um even like in terms of like customization and like they even had this weird thing in the game that i remember where like you could die not not dynamax not not pokemon <laughs> what was it called dino something where you could like tune your car oh okay. i forgot what it was called but like they had that that is in real life too like a bunch of other stuff too and like um i i just love underground too man you know mm-hmm. shout, shout out to that game for sure that one was neck and neck with battlefront 2 from really? PS2, it was neck and neck. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Like that one's a tough one to pick. But like I think holistically, Battlefront, no, um, Underground Two probably edges it out overall for me. I can yeah. feel that. But goddamn, I love Battlefront Two as well. Sh- yeah, shout out, shout out. Um, so Kevin, I pulled an audible. I don't know how I feel about oh, it. Oh shit! Here we. I mean, do you want to share both of them? Yeah. So just for the sake. Yeah. I'm struggling right now because okay. like so originally number 9 was Red Dead Redemption 2 mm, okay okay. and I bumped it down in favor of putting this at number 9 and the thing is I, ha- I in GG it just lets me list one specific element of this but I have to encompass all of it and that's Destiny Like, oh, that's tough, man. Damn it, that's t- I mean, just knowing your, knowing how you feel about these two games. Yeah. Oh man. Because here's the thing: like, there's some other stuff in the top ten. Like, there's one specific thing in the top ten that I really have to replay before I give any more credence to than where it is right now. But God, especially recently, I've really had just a reawakening a rebirth of how much i love destiny i mean 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. like i totally get it i've spent like i don't even do the raids but i've still spent so much time in that world with this character that i built in 2014 like yeah i've really just done the story but love crucible i've I've loved doing the nightfalls with my buddy that i have been playing destiny with since like 2015 2014 maybe like there's so much i love about this game and i i i'm i feel bad that i was out of it for a while because especially seeing game studios like go under and live games maybe fall off like right I'm a re- like I want to be there because I feel like 
Destiny, as successful as it is, eventually it's going to run out. Like, I, yeah. it's going to be an experience that I can't get anymore. And for how much I love it, I feel like I just have to ride it out to the end. But Arthur, bro, but have a little faith, Arthur. I, yeah, I know, I know, I'm I know. Saying, like, okay. Oh, that's tough, man. That, 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 that's a tough two-pick, man. Yeah. God. Hey, do, listen, may your heart be your guiding key. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's Destiny, then, then it's Destiny. You know? Yeah. We all know you love Red Dead, too. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, that, I might call another Audible later on in this list, dude. I, that's, I'm feeling uncertain right now. So what what you're going through is specifically why I'm just like, Kevin, don't look at anything else just off the top of your head. What what games yeah. do you love? You know what I'm saying? Sure. And like that's because like I know your I mean you and probably like, like people that like have heard me talk are gonna be like, why wasn't this on your list? Why wasn't that? And like yeah, it makes sense. It probably could have been if I thought about it harder. But yeah, I think like on July 9th, 2020 at 120 a.m. This is what I came up with for my top yeah. ten. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. So, that being said, what's your eight? Call of Duty Black Ops. Hey, there we go. Let me tell you this is the best Call of Duty. Uh, and COD, of course, was a huge part of my gaming career. Um, you know, like, of course, early on it was racing games, you know, with a dash of Battlefront 2. Then we go into the uh, Guitar Hero era, which is also meld into the Underground 2 era as well from racing games. But then PS3 was predominantly uh, played 100%. Alive, it was Call of Duty, right? Um, and Black Ops is is the one that like really got me in the cut. I think I have like three weeks played on Black Ops in that year that it came out. And take into account that <laughs> those three weeks, or maybe it was two. I don't even know. But like it was, I think two or three weeks. But those were only played on the weekends. <laughs> so like. Yeah, and- yeah, like that was a lot of time in condensed times of the week. I loved it. Yeah, and COD drops in like November. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it was a lot. Um, also, during the Black Ops era is where I really got into podcasting. Well, not podcasting, but listening to podcasts. Beyond, you know what I'm saying, with uh, Podcast Beyond, of yeah. course. Um, and a few other ones. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Do you know Painkiller already? I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a. That's a. If you guys know P, if you guys know PKA, put it down in the comment section. But like, that's like a. Well. 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 Actually, Call of Duty Black Ops also connects to me wanting to make wanting to make content on YouTube because I followed heavily closely that like old school Call of Duty scene uh, mm. on YouTube. You know the Woody's Gamer Tag, uh, FPS Russia, Woody. Uh, oh my God! Said it twice. White Boy, etc. You know. Um, Chris move as well. Uh, so, and Black Ops still stands as my favorite campaign. There have been mm-hmm. a lot of good ones in the COD series. A lot of, lot of great campaigns. I even think Modern Warfare this year was a really, really well done campaign. You know, overall. But there's nothing to me like the Black Ops Alex Mason uh, whole story with that game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so cool. So, such good stuff. In that campaign um and it still has the best zombies to this day 
I don't care what. Oh, absolutely, saw. dude. By like, far and away, the best zombies in any COD was Black Ops, 100%. Yeah. 100%. You know? Yeah. Come on now. Black Ops was is my favorite COD, without a doubt. It's not on my list, but, like, if I had to pick one for the top 10, it would be Black Ops, just because, again, the hours, like, the number of times I was at a friend's house just, like, staying up until, like, 3 a.m., which was, like, crazy back then, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, Whoa, 3 a.m. <laughs> just, just doing zombies and, like, um, trying to do, like, crazy trick shots and stuff on uh, Nuketown or whatever. Like, yeah. That game is so good. I oh, I miss it. It's so good. It's. I mean, I, I made a lot of friends off of doing Easter eggs. Like, we would all, like, A, get together during a map pack release, knock out the Easter egg for the map, you know? The, mm. the the one that took the most time was Shangri-La. That was an eight-hour session. That was insane. Um, but Black Ops, it, 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 it is... It, like, I feel like, for me personally, it would be a disservice to not put that on my top ten, mm. considering how much of a history I have with COD, you yeah. know? So, definitely, like... like COD is, like, the way some people, like, talk about, like, Halo. You know what I'm saying? I sure. feel like... like like in terms of multiplayer, like that was my big multiplayer game growing up was COD, um, and yeah. still is to this day here and there. Definitely not as much, but definitely um, still to this day. So, Shout yeah. Out See, I get that pressure because that's how I felt about Destiny ten minutes ago. Like <laughs> it makes sense though. Yeah. So like I just feel. I mean, I love that multiplayer, too, and it's just been such an integral part of my life as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes yeah. sense though. Because like Red Dead story is amazing. The one I was referencing before when I was talking about Part Two at the, the, the or Last of Us, and then Part Two being better was Red Dead Two. Like Red Dead Redemption before Red Dead Two was in my top ten. I think I said it was my number two all time, and then Red Dead Two blew it out of the water. But like, yeah, it's it, it's tough. It's it's tough making these lists. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, that being said, number Shoot. eight. I'm I'm looking at something I want to swap, but I'm not sure if I will. God damn it! We can do it. Carry on. It's not set in stone until we end the, the we right. end, end the episode. I might I may have to do it, but go ahead. Okay. My number eight is uh, one of my favorite games ever, obviously, but The Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Mm, beautiful. Kevin, this game is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Like Twilight Princess. On the review side, again, acclaimed, right? Like it's a it's a Zelda game on the Wii and GameCube. Did very well. Uh, implemented motion controls. It was really it was just like more of a novelty of like, hey, you can use it to aim your bow, and you can use it to aim your slingshot, or you can just whip it real tiny, and then Link swings his sword. Right. So that was cool. That was exciting. But it was like. It justified me having a Wii because, like, some of my friends went to get the PS3s and 360s, and I loved the GameCube. Obviously, I love my PS2, but, like, the family chose the Wii, and I was so happy about that. Yeah. And Zelda is the thing that made it worth it because Twilight Princess is such a good adventure. Like, it's so mysterious and quiet and, like, just dreadful it's like very it's 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 a happy game but it's just got a sick twisted undercurrent to it all Mm. and i love it so much like i love that approach to world building almost more than anything like if it's something that's on the surface 
seems like something's off, but it's still kind of charming and like jolly. But it, the further you look at it, the more you're like, wow, this world is very sad. Like there's a lot of stuff in here that like this world has been through it. These characters have been through it. <laughs> it's oh, it's so good. I love it. Interesting, interesting. Don't don't mm. have a ton to add, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but love to hear. I know a lot of people love Twilight Princess. I have I've yeah. listened to that a lot. Um, it, it's it's my favorite Zelda, easily, far and away. Damn, there you go. So there you go. Love to see it. Love to see it. So you're number seven. Hit me. Another one from the PS3 era. Uh, this game marks the start of me stepping out of being just a cod gamer you know and like looking at other horizons if you will you know uh there's it's a famous this story. low huh it's this low i think yeah. i know what game you're talking about uh, it is ah uh, yeah it, okay go ahead continue it, yeah infamous oh okay, okay wait okay. what did you think it was never mind never mind keep going okay tell All me right. why you love infamous infamous uh you know, famous story. I was playing it nonstop during a Walmart stop with my dad. You know, yeah. and then like my dad asking the Kroger, "Hey, like, what's that game? What, uh, you know, Infamous, whatever." Uh, it's something he got for me later on. Love the game, and and like it's it's a series that I think is uh, underrated. You know, oh, yeah. I feel like it's underrated. Um, doesn't get talked about a ton, but like. I know there's like a cult following. I feel like behind Infamous, like a lot of people love Infamous. Of course, we're on the precipice of Psycho Bunch launching their new IP, Ghost of Tsushima. You know what I'm saying? Um, but man, I hope Infamous isn't dead. And you know, wasn't on the news doc, but you saw that domain. You know, they 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 reacquired the Infamous domain. So who knows? Maybe it's not completely dead. Um, but Infamous is just such a cool concept. I loved how like. It was it was honestly kind of sorry that like my first like serious foyer into superheroes in a way a little bit okay. you know like kind of like I still watch like the old you know like Spider Man cartoons and stuff like that and of course uh, Ultimate Spider Man on PS2 was a big thing as well for me back in the day as well um, uh, but like the I I think like seeing it like seeing the quote-unquote like hero's journey if you will kind of sort of mm -hmm. you know i think like that's like the first like laid out example that if miss hat and plus it was just i just think the whole story is super cool you know just this bike carrier carrying a race sphere blows yeah. up has these powers like it's it just and the way they introduce the story with the comic art as well with it i wish they kept that throughout the whole series i digress mm -hmm. uh it was just a great time. Like, I just have yeah. a lot of strong connections with the original Infamous. Like, I can remember the way, like, Cole sounds. You know? Yeah, dude. Like, that, like... OG Cole. That, like, almost like he's wearing, like, a bell on his on his feet. You know? That, like, crunch. Yeah. I Ugh. Like, shout out to OG Cole McGrath. You know? Also, like, Icon. the Sly Cooper patch on the backpack. And that was always yes. sick. Like, I... I'm with you. I have like so much nostalgia and love, and I have my own infamous story. Like, traded every single game thing I had for a PS3, and then the first game I picked with, alongside it at that GameStop was Infamous because mm -hmm. I loved superheroes. And I was like, let's go. And I'm with you because, like, at least for sure at the time, like I, I've come to see all the following that you're talking about. But like, yeah, 
Infamous felt like it was underground. Like it felt like yeah. we were cool because it was like, dude, but did you see Infamous? Have you seen Hell Infamous? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's so good. We were we were definitely in the cool kids club. No one knew that, but like we all knew it, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Shout out to Infamous. Shout out. Shout I, out. I hope it's not dead, but it probably is. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Number seven for me. Pokemon Platinum. Mmm. Um, not my first Pokemon, not my first DS Pokemon, but maybe my favorite generation of Pokemon, just because of how interesting the story is, because it deals with, like, space-time and, uh, an alternate dimension, and there's so, so much content in the game, at least based on memory, like, there's so many legendaries you can do, even after the main game, it's like, you can go on all these fun little adventures, like, it was at the peak of going to events in real life to get access to stuff on the ds but just before wi-fi was like ubiquitous enough that you could just download the event from your house <laughs> like right it it kind of was like the turning point for the series in a way and it was the last pokemon game i played for a very long time well soul silver came after this but like that generation on the ds was sort of the end of my initial run as a pokemon fan and platinum i think is just the perfect um iteration of pokemon after the original couple games very so i do want to ask you like is is pokemon platinum like is that a like popular answer yeah when when people say like their favorite pokemon's okay i see i see yeah usually like i feel like the most common one would be emerald and emerald is in my top 20 but um platinum for me just like the music works really well the visuals like it's still simplistic enough but there's enough detail but it doesn't look muddy like later pokemon games tried to do like sort of 3d on the ds for backgrounds and it looks eh. right but this game it just nails its vibe it's got great music um spent many many long afternoons in the summer as a kid with like kids in the neighborhood uh battling pokemon just sifting through the guide we had on where to find specific pokemon in the game like great memories from platinum hope they remake the game but it's it's probably my favorite pokemon good to hear good stuff nice nice number six number six for me assassin's creed odyssey okay let's talk about it let's talk about it okay i had an i had an awakening right going into doing the dlc this year right yeah uh and even though i i did finish the legacy of the first blade dlc uh i think about a week ago or so um i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off and potentially not do the fate of atlantis dlc right gotcha maybe i will just because i just don't want to get burnt out before valhalla you know and um you know well so that one is a potential shelf but maybe but when i was playing through you know catch up to uh do the side stuff that i didn't get to do hunt down all the cultists uh you know back in 2018 when the game came out uh and do the legacy of the first dlc like it really i have like a kev like you love this game like there's mm-hmm. there's 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 something about this open world Ubisoft game that like you you know me I 
I love Watch Dogs. You know, I yeah. love the division, right? Like they have that formula that if you're into that formula, it's generally going to work, right? Yeah. But there's something about Odyssey that just adds a different spice that just it it has to be one of my favorite games of all time. You know, like I can't put 70 hours into this game and like not feel like it's a chore. You know what I'm saying? Like I actively mm-hmm. want to go and see more of this character and me being with Alexios for like over 70 hours, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure I would love it a lot more with Cassandra. And I I don't hate I don't hate Alexios. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. have seen people talk about Cassandra and it's like, damn, like I think she's probably the better character, you know? Um yeah. but like maybe maybe it would be your number five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like Yeah. But Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it's it's just an amazing, an amazing game. Like it's such a feat. And like, yeah, I have been on record to yo, like, I I think this game is probably too big. You know? Like, maybe. Like the map is huge. If you were that Yeah. Like if you were telling me, hey, should I play Odyssey before Valhalla? I'd say no. Like just if you want to play Valhalla, just play Valhalla. Like like don't even try yeah, yeah. Odyssey. Because it's so like it it's a lot. You're probably gonna get burnt out. But damn, it's a good game. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a good game. You know? It's yeah. it's there's there's so many good character moments. Um the one that I told you where like one of the homies on your ship, you know, decides to set out after you're all done with everything in the main story, you know? He's like, Man, like it's been it's been a great odyssey you know yeah. like or like i'll like never forget this odyssey like damn like that one hit it, it just it's just a great game man it's so great yeah it's mm-hmm. a good time it's a good time yeah and mm. i know you we we're both fans of odyssey you love it way more than i do but um yeah it's it's a solid pick it's for sure it belongs on your list for how often you talk about it it's great it's a good game it's so good it's so good you know yeah. i don't know it's so good Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Mm-mm. Uh, number six for me. Getting into one of the the polls from the PS3 generation that really is going to stick with me for the rest of my life. If some of these things drop out of the top ten, this one will not. I can guarantee that. And yeah, uh, Batman: Arkham City. Mm, yes, I was wondering where this was gonna plant. Yeah, dude. I was wondering. wondering. Mm. So, again, if we want to talk about stories tied to games, right? uh, My first, like, at the time, next-gen console was an Xbox 360 because it was cheaper. I was like, hey, uh, I'm selling this stuff. Let me get my hands on a next-gen console so I can be cool, you know? The Wii is great. I like the Wii, but my friends don't, so I got to get one of these. Right. And 360 was cheaper. I was like, okay. Give me Batman. And like a month later, I got to my infamous story, but I digress. (laughs) Um, Batman Arkham Asylum was great. Um, And I think it laid the foundation for the immense over-the-moon hype I had, unlike almost any other game, for Arkham City. Mm. I remember reading the game informer for this game i remember the, like this it's a, just like the game cover the stark white game informer cover with the like the batman that looked like a white porcelain figure that he had like some blood on his face like that game informer is iconic uh all the the promotional material for this game is amazing watch these trailers endlessly i was over the moon and then i play the game 
and not only is it just like a better version of asylum but there's all these great side quests none of it feels like filler even the riddler stuff um this great setup in the game like a lot of these side quests some of them don't leave off on a satisfying note but it makes sense because like this is not what batman's problem is tonight his problem is curing his blood from joker disease and stopping the city full of inmates from blowing up it's like true. batman cares about the prisoners even like he's like you know what it's wrong to kill them all so why don't i just go on this journey if it kills me i'm gonna save these people it's a great story it's a my probably my favorite version of the arkham formula mm. um and like night's a completely different discussion but like the arkham series is great and city i think just because of how great the story is and the time it hit for me it it absolutely is one of my all-time favorites it's a great pick it's a great pick mm -hmm. yeah no i i really liked arkham city like i think i uh, that one man the arkham series as a whole is really hard to pick like your your top because i think i could honestly make a case for either night city or origins honestly and even yeah. honestly even asylum like i think you can make a case for all four to be like oh yeah like this is my favorite because of x y and z you know yeah um but city and of course a lot of people love city i definitely see it it makes sense for sure you know yeah i loved it it's like it's like a perfect size open world too like it's not too big but it's yeah. still there's a lot to explore and great secrets but it's not too dense at the same time like it's it's so so good. I love it so much. I think like Arkham City for me, like I think like I think it captured like the best like noir type of feel. I'll yeah. explain it. You know, like it just uh -huh. it seemed like super doom and gloomy, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm in this of course I'm in Gotham, you know what I'm saying? Like like it, it, it like felt like the most it like had a distinct personality. I feel like the yeah. others didn't, you know? Yeah. It has a great atmosphere and I think yeah. For the longest time, the reason I said Asylum was my favorite is because I think Asylum has the vibes. Like, Asylum's got that, yes. like, mid-2000s horror movie vibe to it of, uh -huh. like, we're on an insane Asylum island and Batman's stuck there. And I think it has an edge there over City, but, like, everything else in City I just prefer, I think, at this point. So Definitely. Yeah, like, I think, yeah, I would echo that. Yeah, like what i loved about asylum is that like it's 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 super focused i feel like like it's yeah. batman and the asylum and that's mm -hmm. literally all you got you know yeah super cool yeah Big for fan. sure Big so, fan. top five time kevin all right this number five god damn it i, I need to readjust this man i don't know oh okay this whole top five is very difficult but I almost want to put this number five at number one. I'm not even lying. Like, but I don't know if... You know what? Let me trust the 128 AM ranking. Yeah, but you got to go I'm going to just it. read it and we'll we'll figure it out. But this one's hard to say out loud. Uh, at number five, Uncharted 4. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. Hear me out. Look, look. I know, I know Uncharted 2. I get it. You know, Uncharted 2 is great. Okay, all the Uncharted's are great. First one, it's the first Uncharted. It's good. It is what it is, right? You know what I'm first saying? First one's good. The rest are great. I know Uncharted 3, pretty divisive. Honestly, I think I walked away from the Shame series. Honestly, 
I think I maybe liked Uncharted 3 a little bit more than Uncharted 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm being 100% honest. Like, to me, they are a lot closer than what a lot of people play off. Right? I agree. But Uncharted 4, god damn it, Uncharted 4. <laughs> god damn it. You know, like, it, it, I feel like, number one, I mean, one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. Duh. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Yeah. Um, but the way we finally get to see, like, more, and, and throughout the Uncharted series, it begins to unravel, like, you know, these, these, this, this, this cast of characters, you know, start to become more than just, you know, archetypes and become more than just like, oh, Nathan Drake, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they start to become more humanized as the, as the games continue, right? Yeah. But like seeing Uncharted 4 deal with like the consequences of like Nathan Drake, you know, feeling that call back into treasure hunting, you know, and the effects of that and seeing like how bad Nathan Drake wants to go back on one last adventure so bad that he's willing to lie to his wife that he's already had a falling out with in the past seeing mm-hmm. solely like echo his sentiments with Uncharted 3 of being like kid like you gotta like you know is this even worth it you know what I'm saying yeah. like all of this and just seeing the love letter to Uncharted 4 like that and I know it was going around y- yesterday on Twitter but like that end cutscene of Nate I guess spoilers for Uncharted 4 uh, you know gushing to his daughter and like starting, okay, like if you want to know the story, here's the full story. Ah, da, da. And like they're walking off into the boat and seeing Elena like put that first picture. I'm really crying, choked up. Put that picture back in the journal, you know, yeah. of like where it lost. And like that, dude, like Uncharted 4 is very goddamn. I love Uncharted 4. Like I almost want to make it number one. Like I really almost, like I really do, you know? Yeah. Like, Uncharted 4, and, I mean, of course, the Uncharted series has famously always been, like, a very important series for me and games growing up, you know? Yes. Um, uh, it was the continuation of, like, you know, departing away from COD and just looking at more games as opposed to just COD, you know? Um, God, man. Uncharted 4, man. Like, yeah. I know, and, and again, it has its problems. It has pacing issues, you know, this and the third. But man, Uncharted Four just a it it it's such a good send off to Uncharted and to well not to Uncharted but to Nathan Drake's story, you know? Yeah. Like I remember being shot like, yo, they're calling it a thief's end. Like shit, like this is this is the end, but like it is the perfect end. You know? Yeah. Hundred percent. I love mm-hmm. Uncharted Four. God damn it. Yeah, Uncharted 4 is great. It's, it's a very good game. I really enjoy it. I've only played it one time. I played it a little late, but, um, like, especially considering how much I love, at, like, same page with you, like, this series means so much to me that, like, I don't know why it took me so long to play it, but I, it, it hits. It's it's very, very good. It's really good. So, And that one, uh, damn, I almost want to put the number one, but... Hey, you don't have to have it locked in until the end. I might yeah. still get Red Dead on this list. Well, who knows? I'll, yeah, who knows? Uh, we'll see. Uh, next up, my number five, 
Super Mario Sunshine. Mm. Might be a controversial take, but this is my personal favorite 3D Mario. I feel like this one gets shit on a lot, right? It does. A lot of people Not saying it's the best. Right. Okay? Yeah. Chill out, galaxy we're, people. We're like talking like personal favorites. Yeah, this is yeah, very yeah, much yeah. a personal favorite list. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Batman Begins, favorite Batman movie. Not the... I'm not saying it's the best, but it's my mm. favorite. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine, again, tying it to a story. Um, grew up, games in the house, right? Sister had a PlayStation. Uh, cousin, our, our family barn and 64 a ton. So I was introduced to Mario very young, right? Mm. Mario 64, played it so, so much. Uh, Mario 64 could have been on this list, honestly. Um, but my first console not a handheld because i had a game boy color that was mine but my first console that was fully mine it like people had to ask me if they could play it in the house uh -huh. iconic. iconic was the gamecube fire and that was honestly that might be honestly the ds might have been my best christmas but the i think the gamecube is a very close second because mm. i remember opening the gamecube and right next to it thanks to my mom super mario sunshine i was like hell yeah later on in the day the family came over my uncle gave me a, uh, a box i opened it super smash bros melee that was a damn. good day damn <laughs> damn that's a good one that was a very good day mm. Love but to hear it. again th this thing is important to me i've brought it up a lot so far it's got great nostalgia a great atmosphere and very good vibes because it's just so great like mario is so wholesome odyssey is one of the only games in such a long time that gave me similar feelings to uh super mario sunshine because with odyssey it's like you're seeing the world through mario's perspective which is just so pure and right. he's just celebrating all these cultures in odyssey and it has just like a wonderful like atmosphere to it but sunshine is similar in that way for me because it kicks off as like oh mario he gets to lay back kick his feet up go on vacation but then he gets framed for vandalism <laughs> and then you have to pr like prove his innocence it's like of course mario wouldn't do this he wants to help everybody yeah and then you just get this great real fun journey with a robot partner that is basically a jet pack and you get to jump around swim see cool theme parks like all these island theme levels it's amazing music lots of fun people just don't like it because people go to mario expecting super tight precise platforming and with sunshine you have that but you still have platforming that involves the slow jetpack element of like okay do your mario flippy dippy jump and then hold down this jetpack inch forward very slowly for a little bit to finish off the jump it sounds like a bunch of people that you know were just afraid that mario did something a little bit different you know yeah but i commend i mean if you're comparing it to odyssey which like uh i don't so my background with mario stems from the wii right playing okay. with my siblings um uh the so like the the new design of Mario, like the latest Mario, new Super Mario Bros. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, yeah. So, so that's that's my main like touchstone. Um, 
like my dad always thought about how like oh like he's play used to play Mario on the you know his on the uh, sixty four and all that, but like uh, I never personally played it. I did play sixty four on the DS though. I did play nice. that. That's another good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, but if you're saying that like you know Sunshine has echoes of like Odyssey, you know, then it's gotta be good, right? I mean. I love yeah. Odyssey, yeah. I thought I thought it's, Mario Odyssey was like so great level design, a lot mm -hmm. of good charm in it. You know, the overall just yeah. vibe, great. You know, yeah. I, I think Odyssey might have an edge in hindsight, where it's like way more variety because all of Sunshine it sticks to that island theme. But like, there's a beach resort, there's a amusement park, there's a volcano, like waterfalls right. level. But like, it's it's all around the central theme where Odyssey does get a lot of flavor. Um, it's still great though. I, I love this game dearly. Right, so right, right. Uh, moving on though, Kevin's number four. Oh man, this is where things get interesting. This is where really? things get really interesting, and and unprecedented, but really interesting. Final Fantasy VII remake. Dude, same. Really? That's my number four right now. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Um, I think, man, look, I'm just so thankful for Christian. Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we give him a round of applause? You know what I'm saying? Round of applause. There's no audience, but round of applause. Um, this was a game, right? That was like, that was like Death Stranding, but like, I think more so away from Death Stranding, just cause like Death Stranding, like. It was a new IP, so like if I didn't ha like, th there was no touch on the reference from people that had played other Final Fantasies or other Death Strandings because it was a new IP, right? Yeah, yeah. So I could be okay, you know, like a new, fresh, new IP. Let's just try it, you know? Yeah, and a of course historic name in gaming, which I'm not aware of game wise, Hideo Kojima, of course, but we'll try it. New IP, why not? You know, uh, and end up loving that game as well. But Final Fantasy VII Remake was the one that I was really, oh, man. Like, I could see myself just not liking this game. You know, I've never played mm -hmm. Final Fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Not, not really that into JRPGs at that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake was an experience. Like, yeah. straight up. Straight up. Straight up. Like, the the music, of course, the combat is literally, like... I think perfect. honestly, maybe maybe one of my okay. Well, number one, it's perfect. It's a perfect combat system. Like name me, name me, name me another one. Like I don't know if there's another one that can. It's it's a perfect combat system. The characters, the way how this story was from '98, I believe, right? '98, '97, '90, '97. Um, but is so modern in very weird ways. Like it's such a such a story that could be told today and it, and it completely not feel like it's old. The cyberpunk-esque type of, not really cyberpunk, but like more like, you know, just that, I don't know what you would call that era that they're in or whatever, or, or like that like vibe of having this old-esque type of look, but like still be technologically advanced, like having materia and like, you know, having a, a tech, technological society but still have echoes of like the past like with swords and all that to the characters it 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 is phenomenal like Final Fantasy yeah. remake is is phenomenal like it 
I, again, like, I think we talked about this again on the uh, Game of the Year episode, you know, last week. Like, this game made me buy hardware from China to play the prequel. Yeah. Like, I don't know what other game could do that. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, like, it, it, and I cannot wait to play Final Seven, the OG, and I see the full story, uh, you know, from that. But Final Seven Remake is one of my favorite games of all time, 100%. Yeah, I am right there with you. Exactly. Number four for me. <laughs> like, mm, fire. I, I've, I've said this story on my Kingdom Hearts streams because Cloud makes an appearance in Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, I did not play OG Final Fantasy 7 until they released the HD version on the PS4. And I, like, it's it's so weird because I hadn't played any Final Fantasy game for a serious amount of time or, like, any time until 15 on the PS4. But I have so much nostalgia for the cast of characters in Final Fantasy 7 because of the original Kingdom Hearts. And seeing these characters, understanding sort of like who they are or at least like the aura they give off or like the the presence they have in relation to one another like i have so much nostalgia for cloud and Aerith and tifa and some characters you haven't even met yet just because we've only played the remake hell yeah but remake is so so good because it handles these characters in such a great way like a lot of people hate the ending because of how crazy it gets and how weird and new it is for a remake like remake it's a, it's a completely different game but like mm-hmm. i love it I, I love that it's aware of its legacy i love on a like a meta textual level it understands what it means to be final fantasy 7 remake and it's an experience I'm unlike any other <laughs> I've had. Straight up. And I can back everything else you said, like the music, the combat, the characters, the story. I love all of it. Yeah, some of the side quests are a little boring or samey, but the combat is just so much fun that I did not care. Exactly. <laughs> like, That's what it is. Like the, the, the combat, just, okay, I just want to be in the combat as much as possible, you know? Yeah. And i'm probably not the best game critic i never say that i'm a game critic you know i'll give thoughts or like reviews or whatever but like i i i, I fill in headcanon sometimes and like it, to me it just makes sense that cloud this mercenary who's trying to act like a cool guy trying to earn a name for himself doesn't care about the jobs he's pulling maybe he's doing boring jobs just so he gets his rep out there you know yeah. like yeah that like contextually it works for me I don't know and I just I just really love it and I think because of the reasons I've said we're gonna get there but I I could see seven remake climb through the top five in time I have to replay it again right you know right um and maybe it does end up being my goatee this year but god I love it yeah no it's, I mean uh some quick thoughts that like I just thought about it's my favorite original soundtrack to any game um yeah. by far uh like it like even the the way that i mean it's it's on the same realm i feel like of like when you hear like you know the the force theme right or even sure. more closely like uh to the you know whenever i hear like ray's theme like i love ray's theme you know what i'm saying yeah. but like 
the soundtrack and remake over oh, just all of um ff7 like has that same exact reaction to me like i remember yeah. like certain parts of the game you know because of hearing a soundtrack piece that like i've only played the game once you know what i'm saying same. Yeah. like it's like man like definitely it's it's it, it's incredible it's incredible yeah that soundtrack shreds those boss themes oh. god damn the boss battles i mean the boss theme is fire yeah it's so good um but since we have the same number four it's back to you what's your number three Ooh, I don't know how you can feel about this one, Christian. I'm keeping honest. I'm not sure. I don't know. Here we go. I'm worried. Why am I gonna be worried? Oh. Why am I, I oh, gonna no. be upset? No, like it's not like you'll be upset. I, I just think you'll oh, you'll, okay. you'll think okay. it's like very interesting. Okay. The Last of Us Part Two. I, okay. I, okay. I, I, I honestly, honestly, that one is the first one I've said out loud, and I'm not sure about because. I, I think was, I think when I was thinking about part two, right? Like I think I meant holistically the Last of Us series as a whole. Um, okay. But that'd be cheating, of course. But I think that like I would put the Last of Us in the top five of my favorite games played, right? Like like part two or the original? Or? The original, but okay. I'm pretty sure I love, I like slash love part two more than the original. Okay, so you're, so what you're saying is there's a Last of Us slot in your top ten. And yeah, part two fills it. I think I think part two would 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 be the would would be the one. Okay, right. I get that. Like just based off of like again, you know, we've talked hours offline about this. There's a whole spoiler cast up on there and like there's still stuff that like i'm thinking about that i haven't thought about you know and i've given this game so much time to think um i think that yeah it's it's been pretty divisive as of late you know what i'm saying um some people you know have fine criticisms and they have valid reasons why they, they, they don't like it there's some that are assholes it is what it is but i think that like the way that this game has made people have these conversations and like think about it is something that i think transcends games right like it, it it's edging the realm of like this is just a amazing story right and just like an amazing journey um mm-hmm. but of course talking about the gameplay i think it's of course night dog's best gameplay they've ever done it's it 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 feels great to actually play the game. Like it's not just like a means to an end. Just go to the next cutscene. Like there's there's more in there. Um, speaking from Nightlock standpoint, not the most groundbreaking gameplay. Like I obviously put remake over that. But yeah, I think like the story that this game tells is will will we'll all remember. Yes, Last was Part Two. You know what I'm saying. Like in in terms of like how they came across the story, how they told it, the avenues it goes, you know, and and what the themes that people are pulling out of, uh, based on what their life has been and what they've brought into this game, you know, mm-hmm. like I I and I firmly stand by like I really think that if I was a college professor, like I would 100% sign like I would assign this game, you know, mm-hmm. just let's just dissect this story, like like let's. Let's you know, talk about it. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah but i still have that feeling of like i don't know if that's number three you know I, yeah i get you i'm not sure that's number three but like last of us is amongst my top 10 for sure yeah. And I love the original Last of Us. I love that story to death. Like, that's such mm-hmm. a beautiful story overall. Um yeah. I just, I think part two has an even better story. I'm with you. Like, this one's tough because I know, like, mm-hmm. because even when I, was, when I said it, I was like, you know, is it this high? Is it is it really no, this I- high? You know. I think you have a case. I think I I'm not doubting anything there. I'm just trying to like think of what I can add on there because like I'm with you and I'm in a very similar position with some of my top ten and like The Last of Us is my number ten for now. But I I led with I love Part Two more. Like I I think Part Two is a better game, a better story, a better means of telling a story, and it's incredibly bold. And I respect that so much more than just having like a fun nice not even fun but like a nice experience that i can have some nostalgia for like that part one is so i'm absolutely with you there that like if you have to pick one i think part two is the one to represent and now i'm just questioning myself because like I'm, i'm wondering why i was so fast to get seven so high on my list and originally it was number two on my list a couple weeks ago uh, it's chipped down a little more just because I feel like I need a replay. I think so. Like I was, I was talking to my cousin about this. Like I think the big reason why, like it's it's why I'm so like, um, what's the, what's the right word for it? Like the way we talk about Final Fantasy VII remake, right? It's it's yeah. it's vibrant. It's colorful. We're all excited to like talk about Final Fantasy VII remake, right? But like I think the discussion that Part Two has brought to the table, yeah, it's not flashy it's not colorful it's not like necessarily fun to discuss in a way right like and what i kind of like compare it to in a in in definitely not a one-to-one but in a similar vein to like i would consider joker right from 2019 you know joaquin phoenix one of the one of the greater films i've seen right like it's a it's a good movie right but like I, I'm not gonna, like, I I recognize it was a good movie, right? But I'm not like over the moon replaying it every day, because of the trajectory that story goes to, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not one to one, but that's kind of like how I similarly kind of feel about part two, just because like part two is such a brutal, brutal narrative, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I feel about it. We're like, but, but I love Last of Us Part 2. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think you're completely valid in putting it at number three. I, I don't think you should doubt yeah. yourself. I think it is a solid choice. I believe it should probably be on a top 10 um, in time. Similar to how Red Dead 2 overtook Red Dead 1 for me, I could easily see in like a couple weeks, maybe a month. Um, maybe a replay where part two overtakes the OG for me and ends up on my top 10 because dear God, it's, it's an experience. I'm with you. Yeah. So, um, for number three for me, also a Naughty Dog game, Mm. uh, my top three are like triple S tier. Like they are God tier. Right. To me, 
I, I really doubt that many things could top him. Number three, again, just hit at a perfect time. It really got me back into games in a more way that wasn't just like the poppy side of it of like, oh yeah, I love Nintendo, love Pokemon, love all this other cool stuff like Batman, Spider-Man games. Uncharted 2. Mm, there we go. There. Uncharted 2 is one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, for a while, for a good long while, before I did the Platinums on this generation, 3 was my favorite. Um, similar to Arkham City, same year I think, but similar to Arkham City, the hype for Uncharted 3, dude, oh my god. Dude, I don't know if everywhere. I've been... It was everywhere. Yeah. That is like... There's like three other games probably that I was that hyped for in my life. And I loved Uncharted 3 so much. But replaying them, I think 2 just slightly edges it above. I think they're both 10s. but Or maybe like high 9s. <laughs> but they're, 2 just gets the slight bump for me because it does what one does so well but it just perfects it like it's it's one again like mm-hmm. one was the proven ground two did it better two has way better set pieces uh chloe is an amazing character i love chloe so much um lazarevich is a better villain than like anti-sully from the first game i forget his name <laughs> like <laughs> yeah oh my god my guy's name yeah yeah and it's like damn what was yeah, yeah i forgot whatever but like and like even Lazarvich is like super cartoony and like Uncharted I feel like the trilogy at least is kind of cartoony and people don't talk about that enough like it's even in its proportions of its characters it's like it's not going for realism in a way like they still look like characters somebody created you know and that's why yeah. 4 was such a drastic change right right but yeah Uncharted 2 it's pointless to talk into the void about like how good Uncharted 2 is when people have done it a million times, but with me and Uncharted 2, again, we want to go back to my PS3 early days. Infamous was my main game for so long. I could not afford a ton of games, so the demo for Uncharted 2, I play that thing on repeat. I play that thing so many times. I don't know if you ever played a demo, but... I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I think I because I know I played one, two, and three back to back the summer of like I think twenty twelve. Okay, it was. So the demo for Uncharted two, I I can still remember. Like it opens in I believe in Nepal. It's when, um, Sinjin. the first thing you, no no no, this the one. first thing you do <laughs> is um, when the truck is like chasing after Drake, you know, like the the Uncharted version of the Crash Bandicoot Boulder, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the camera slows down it's like okay aim shoot run and then you just like are constantly running down this alleyway shooting at this truck and then it blows up you get into cover take out a guy with stealth and you progress through the streets of this war-torn city Mm -hmm. i played that demo so many times dude and like when i finally had enough funds i was like okay uncharted 2 is my second ps3 game and I just dove straight into two because I did. I looked into my reviews. I saw people were like, "Okay, one's all right," and then two is amazing. And it's always gonna stick with me. Want a deep cut? Want to shout out that multiplayer? Oh man, a lot of people love Uncharted Two multiplayer. Yep, I, I, it's that one and three. Mm. But yeah, I think I, I feel like Uncharted Two multiplayer. I think is beloved a lot more than three. 
Yeah, two gets the edge for me, and two it was another thing of like weird PS3 era with like Sony doing multiplayer stuff. So much of why I was into the multiplayer for Uncharted 2 was there was like a mode where you could do like machinimas kind of. Mm -hmm. And this was like when I was learning video editing and all this sort of stuff. And again, sort of wanting to get me into content creation with games of like, I think there was a mode where like if you had a headset and you spoke into the headset, you could like record dialogue in the game and then the character you were playing as their mouth would move. What? And I just thought that was super cool. Wait, that's, that is fucking cool. So I would spend so much time just like in this open, like white grid room, you know how like you see sometimes with like alpha versions of games, like it's just a white grid. Mm -hmm. I dropped in there with my buddy and then like there's a row where every, every single gun, every weapon in the game is on one side of the room. We had a race to get to the other side. It was like, okay. Whoever gets the minigun is gonna win, but, like, it's just, there's so much to love about Uncharted 2 beyond the story for me and just, like, my history with it and getting me into the next gen of games at, at the time, and, God, I love it so much. Hell yeah. Beautiful. It's so good. Beautiful. I love Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2 is great. Yeah. I, I love the way it opens, you know, we're, we're, we're going flashback back and forth, you know. That heist, that at the, the heist, too. of course. Yeah, the heist. Cutter, no, not Cutter. I'm sorry. Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, Flynn. Dude. Yeah, Flynn. Yeah, and then I mean Flynn. jail. Good stuff. Untried two is great. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. My number two. This is my favorite Switch game I've ever played. Celeste. Oh, okay. Of course, yes. Celeste. Goddamn. What a game. What a game. You know, if you love challenging platformers, this is the one. But it's challenging. And at some points, it's 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 honestly really hard. But it's that hard that it's not soul-crushing. You get thrown right back into the action. And, um, you know, the, like, checkpoints, I feel like, are by, like, screen-by-screen screen basis. Like, you know, you, you do this screen and then you go on to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're super forgiving in that way. It's narrative that is, I think, is what makes it like one of my favorite games of all time. You know, mm -hmm. like the way it deals with anxiety, doubt. You know that like other half of yourself that like you know is 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 kind of ruin rooting against you and like against your ability that you know that you're able to do. And it's that doubtful side that you know they they manifest in the gameplay and tell it through the story. You know it, Celeste. For me, it's a must-play. It's a game that I will, like, 100% show, like, I will, like, 100% show my kids, Celeste. You know? Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, it is. It's a great game. It's great. Like, like I don't, I feel like I've talked so much about it that, like, I even know what else new I could say about the game. But it's, it's, it's so satisfying to beat levels. And, like, just, it's, it's story, it, it just means a lot. You know? It, like, hits, mm -hmm. hits very, very, very good. You know, yeah. Celeste is great. Play Celeste. I know how much you love it. Play Celeste. Mm -hmm. God damn it. Oh wait, are you on your number two or number one? No, you're on your number two. This is my number two. Number two. My number two is <laughs> it's it's my Assassin's Creed Odyssey in okay. terms of it's maybe it's too big. Okay people constantly bag on this game they're like there's too much stuff to do 
it's all filler, it's boring, it's full of backtracking, makes me want to just hurl, I hate all of this content. <laughs> right. People say kill the genre. Donkey Kong 64. Oh, shit. Would you look at that? Donkey Kong 64. Damn. I, I, honestly, I thought you were going to say Monster Hunter World or like a recon. Like a, like a ghost recon to me. I was like, I, that's what I thought you were, you were going okay. for. Okay. Please say. Donkey Kong 64. Uh, I mentioned earlier N64 in the house at a very young age. Mario 64 was there, but so is Donkey Kong 64. And let me tell you, I spent way more time in DK64. <laughs> um, and I, th I think it's just because, again, like Mario 64 set this foundation, right? It's like, great game, controls great, it's got some charm to it, but it's basic. Donkey Kong 64 has some attitude, you know? Attitude that probably hasn't aged well. It's like still 90s. It's like, yeah. This like that we have a monkey rap at the beginning. Like there's we're rapping about oranges and stuff and that ha that's how it kicks off. But I think the first time I saw that, I was like enthralled. I was just like, "Oh, yes." Mm -hmm. Uh cuz it's goofy. Like it's it's got this Saturday morning cartoon atmosphere to it where it's it's just exploring this great grand jungle right. and we want to talk about like mario sunshine not having much variety dk64 does like there's a clash of nature and like mechanical industry because at the beginning of the game there's donkey kong's island which is shaped like his head for some reason and then <laughs> it's facing off against a ship from king k rule alligator kremlin leader who's got a boat that's basically like a boat with a statue of himself on top of it with a laser cannon in the mouth, and you gotta stop him from blowing up the island. Very, very, uh, uh, uh what was I'm looking for? Hmm. Full of themselves <laughs> with the yeah. design, yeah, for sure. Damn. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's just great. It has a great attitude to it. Uh, obviously, there's nostalgia here, but I genuinely think it's a fun game, and... The people that bag on it, I think, just are completionists, you know? Like, it's the same type of people that will be like, oh, I hate this game so much, and then spend, like, 80 hours trying to get the platinum. Right. Like, walk away. It's fine. You don't have <laughs> to... Away. You don't have... You don't have to commit to something, right? Like, as a kid, I never beat this game, but it kept me entertained for years. Yeah. Like... Yeah. There's so much here. It's 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 really great. I can't wait to replay it when it eventually comes to Switch. Love it. Mm. Love to see it. Love to see it. So, DK sixty four. Christian Bugley. Yes. My favorite game of all time. God of War twenty eighteen. Respect it. Let's talk about it. Uh, its combat is phenomenal. It's a visually stunning game on the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. I think that this may be a bit of a controversy I'm about to say. This might be controversial. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like it is the game of the gen in terms of like how Last of Us was the game of last gen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I, I, I really feel like this elevates gaming like to a standard of like this is pushing the boundaries 
you know, of its of its uh, non-cut camera, which just makes it just so cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's combat's great. It feels fluid. Love the way it hits. And I, and I am doing the God War series right now, of course. But like seeing mm. the ties to the original uh, line of games, you know, in 2018, like and like seeing that, seeing how they have those threads that connect through, I think are gonna make me love this game even more when I play it again here in yeah. a few weeks. Um, I think this. I love how like this 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 game never really vocalizes it in a way, but like it's you know set up like of course you're you're trying to take your mother's your wife or mother's ashes you know top of mountain as she wanted da 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 you know uh, and the whole driving force is that right, but like this game is also a story about a father and a son you know what I'm saying and like not wanting to pass on the sins that you have to your offspring you know and like trying to genuinely be better than you were yesterday you know like and even the like lessons that like you know uh get said in this game from like a parent to son standpoint like they they're like stuff that you could tell your own kids, you know, like, like, I just think like this, this game being about God and, and like Norse mythology and being, you know, pretty much fiction, of course, you know what I'm saying? But like, there's so much real in this and there's so much human in this, you know, that it's, it's very, I think like just insane to me that, 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 that they were able to have players walk away from that with human relations if that makes sense like you know like 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 human lessons in a world that's so fiction you know i gotcha yeah like it's 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 my favorite game on ps4 and uh mm -hmm. definitely my my favorite game like for sure for sure yeah Got yeah I, I think i think it's a solid pick like a lot of what i was saying before about the last of us when I played God of War 2018, I was like, okay, God of War outdid The Last of Us Part 1 at their own game. Like, I think it, it hit the same things The Last of Us hit, but it hit it stronger and more efficiently. Obviously, having a couple years and a new generation will give you that advantage. But I do, I do think in terms of at least what you're saying as far as a new standard, I think... I'm not fully there with like the the comparison to The Last of Us, but I do think in terms of like presentation, right, and performance and stuff like that, I do think it's completely fair to put it up there and make that claim. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I do think you're 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 good. I I, I think it's a good <laughs> pick, and I I totally can see your reasoning behind it. It's a, it's a solid pick. It's a good game. Yeah. So definitely, definitely. Christian, what is My your favorite game of all time? Uh, no surprise to anybody, it's Kingdom Hearts Two. Indeed. I so wait, mm, wait, what was? Oh wait, never mind, never mind. I thought that Kingdom Hearts Three was overtaking, but no, 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 I forgot. Never mind. No, 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 no. It was Final so Fantasy. Original. That was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, like, I, like I said a little bit ago, originally Final Fantasy Seven Remake was number two on this list after I beat it. And when I was playing Seven Remake, I was like, if anything can beat. 
Kingdom Hearts 2. It's this game. Because this game, again, atmosphere, vibes, presentation, just overall feeling, it is right there with Kingdom Hearts. And it, it fills the same slot in my brain of like nostalgia because it's just so similar in terms of so many different things that if anything could have dethroned Kingdom Hearts 2, it is 7 Remake, and I do think that's still possible. I just need to, like, stew on that longer. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2, again, put, like, so many hours into this game as a kid. Um, one of the first, like, big RPGs I ever beat. Um, gameplay is elite. It's the... Maybe it's not the best playing in the series anymore, but it it, it, it feels incredible to play. It's such an improvement over one. Um, playing through one again, like one is great, but it's very clunky and combat-wise, at least, it's it's kind of slow. Uh, you're kind of locked into animations. Two is like fast and fluid and kind of a dance, and it's it's really a great time. Um, and replaying it for the first time in a while, uh, leading up to three. A lot of the same things hit, you know, like uh, Roxas, his whole story is amazing. Roxas might be my favorite character in the whole series. Um, He's the one that gets shit on, right? No. <laughs> wait, wait, is it Roxas? The one that's like the just ultra tragic, just like, dude, like so much crap. Like, you're, like you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it Roxas? <laughs> Yeah, not like shit on yeah, like Roxas. in a bad way, like like in just no like... no no. Yeah, if it, if you're talking about like luck, yeah, it's Roxas. Okay, yeah yeah yeah, I remember. Aqua might be up there too. It's between the two of them, and maybe that's why they're my favorite characters. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, Kingdom Hearts Two is just great. Uh, the story builds so well. Um, it kicks off. You're not playing as Sora, so like it's in that tier of games of like, wait, what happened to this character? I'm so attached to. Um, and then you just have an, an amazing adventure. The worlds in that game, like, it's a game where you get to play alongside the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse, as well as Jeff Bridges from Tron in, like, the 70s, <laughs> and Johnny Depp, Captain Jack Sparrow. Like, it's a weird thing. I'm amazed that this series exists and two is just like perfect for me like it, it does everything i love in video games to a t it's great i love it shout out king of hearts shout out shout out yeah shout out so. someday someday yeah someday let me tell you i'm getting through kingdom hearts one probably gonna be done in around 15 hours if you play that on easy oh man like, maybe less oh like less than 15 hours Probably. There's a trophy for beating one in less than 15. Damn. So. Damn. Uh, we will see if at one point Final Fantasy VII overtakes it. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But. Yeah, like, looking at my list, you know, like, from a person, I really think that, like, I could put Uncharted 4 as a favorite game of all time. Like, I think I mm -hmm. could. You know? Yeah. I really think, like, like when it, when it comes down to it, definitely, but. Yeah, that's that's what it is right now. That's what it is. Uh, just for summary, you want to run through the full list? Real yeah, quick? yeah. Uh, let me pull up real quick. 
Okay, Guitar Hero 2, at number 10. Need for Speed Underground 2, number 9. Call of Duty Black Ops, number 8. Infamous, number 7. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, number 6. Uncharted 4 at number 5. Final Fantasy VII Remake, number 4. Last of Us Part 2 at number 3. Celeste, number 2. And God of War, number 1. Very nice. Uh, my number 10 is The Last of Us, Destiny, including Destiny 2, because it's the same game. Bungie would have made it the same game if they could have. Very true. At number 9, um, which may swap back to... <laughs> Red Dead Redemption being number nine, or Red Dead Two being number nine, don't know yet. But regardless, Last of Us, Destiny, uh, Zelda, Twilight Princess, uh, seven is Pokemon Platinum, six is Batman Arkham City, five is Super Mario Sunshine, four is Final Fantasy Seven Remake, three is Uncharted Two, Among Thieves, two is Donkey Kong sixty four, and one is Kingdom Hearts Two. Love to see it. Love so there you have it. To see it. Now you know. Now you know. Rachel, uh, <laughs> Kevin, if there's anything you want to plug or shout out before we wrap this thing up, you, go for it. YouTube.com/slash/PlayStation Source. Uh, we are still, you know, doing some more Ghost of Shishima videos and stuff like that. Um, a lot of love been showing to uh, the content on that avenue. Love to see that, as well as Road to Ghost of Shima as well. Um, and we're still doing the God of War uh, three streams. We're probably gonna wrap up God of War three here and probably pause until we're done with Ghost of Shishima. Um, mm -hmm. And then we will pick it up uh, with with the God of War uh, stream series right after that and finish that off. Um, but Ghost of Shishima will get its own stream series, all that good stuff. Uh, nice. Yep. So Twitter at PSOR's vids, all the good stuff. My personal one is at the KDS one two three, T H E K D I A Z one two three. Christian. Very nice. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Chris N. Buckley. Uh, I'll shout it out again. I've do it before. Instagram, keeping track of my video games I played through this year with screenshots. Got, love a good photo mode. Always helps rather than just getting a screenshot of a cutscene. Mm -hmm. um, doing that there on the Twitter. Doing a, like a 30-day video game music thing. Final Fantasy VII isn't on there yet, but it's coming. Oh, man. One of these prompts. It's going to be seven. Oh, um, and obviously here, youtube.com slash joeclicks is where you are if you're watching us. Got tons of streams uh, every week. This weekend, we got two reaction streams, Devolver Digital Direct on Saturday, uh, Ubisoft Forward on Sunday. I'll, I'll say it. I'll put it out in the universe. Prince of Persia. I know it's not going to happen, but man, <laughs> come on. If it happens. Yeah. Holy shit, that stream is going to be wild. That stream is going to go crazy. Oh, man. See, um, here's the thing. If it happens, I want it to, like, I want it mechanically and gameplay-wise to look like that canceled one. Right, right, right. So We'll see, we'll see. Uh, Probably, you know, behind the scenes talk. Are we reacting to the Stadia stuff next week? And I think there's something else as well, I think. Um, I'm not sure yet. I... I'm not on top of Stadia's presentations. I haven't seen a notable one in a while, so yeah, me neither. Who knows? We'll see. Um, but next week we're continuing once in a generation with our next mini topic top ten. So if you're interested in that, uh, it's going to be the top ten trailers of this generation. Maybe some trailers for the, some of our favorite games from this gen that we talked about tonight. Mm -hmm. Maybe they make an appearance on that list. We'll see. 
Um, also, shout out the the first video we did for top ten new IP just hit one K. So love to see it, guys. Thank you for the support. Much Absolutely. Um, and if you want this podcast on audio services, audio versions, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it is available on both of those as well as a variety of other podcast services. And if you can rate or review the show on that service, it'd be greatly appreciated because it helps us find more people to talk to and have great experiences with with games you know Mm -hmm. we can only rely on the excellent playstation source discord so much (laughs) holding down the fort over there great service gotta love it gotta love it great community um and i'll throw it out there we also have patreon all these things are linked down below so if you want to look into that it's all there but I did not think we were gonna hit two hours on this episode. Dude. I'm being real. Remember when we was like, "Oh yeah, like, you know, a slow episode, you know, slow news week." Da, da, da. Here we are. Yeah, I thought we were gonna cap out like an hour twenty, but man, you got you. We get us talking about our favorite games. There's no stopping. That's true. That's true. Follow so, uh, we will see you next week. We'll hope to see you on the streams in between. But until then, it's pizza time. It's pizza time.